Hello and welcome everybody to Corvallis. I am your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. In about 16 minutes here, we'll be kicking off a pivotal game in the Pac-12 conference between the 2-3 and three Oregon State Beavers and the 2-2 two and two Stanford Cardinal. About 39 degrees, a bit of a chilly night here in Corvallis. Uh, no rain is expected, not a lot of wind, so it is a bit nippy out. However, it overall looks to be a good night for the Pac-12 after dark game. As I mentioned, we're back at Research Stadium in Corvallis. This game was originally scheduled to be played in Palo Alto, California, scheduled as a home game for Stanford. But the coronavirus, like so many other things in this sports season, has gotten in the way of that. Santa Clara County, uh, where Stanford is located in California, will not allow any sort of activities. Not only has it been tough for, not only has it been tough for Stanford to find games to play, but also locations to practice as well. And we'll get into more of that in a minute. But as I mentioned a few minutes ago, this is a crucial team between. Excuse me. Crucial game between two teams that are fighting to get in for bowl eligibility. Both these teams sitting at two wins right now. It's unclear how many wins are needed on this season. If it's going to be three or four, four will almost certainly get you to a bowl. Three, it's unclear. We do know that a couple of teams who have been bowl eligible, Boston College being one of them, have opted to not go to a bowl game. That will definitely clear up some space for teams like Oregon State and Stanford. So good news for those two teams, but both these teams looking for a crucial third win before we go into the seeding game of the Pac-12 next uh, next week. I believe those games are being played. Not entirely sure. We'll get everything sorted out after tonight. So, preview on this matchup. The Beavers started out 0-2. It's been an up and down year for the Beavers. They started 0-2, but then beat Cal in a thriller a few weeks ago in Corvallis. John McCartan with the game-winning interception to seal that one 31-27. Then just a week later, they pull off a stunning upset of their hated rival, the ninth-ranked Oregon Ducks in the Cascade Clash. That win did come at a cost, however. Starting quarterback Tristan Jebbia suffered a season-ending hamstring injury late in the win over Oregon. It was unfortunate because you really got the sense, especially in the second half of the Oregon game, the Beaver offense was really starting to find a rhythm with Tristan Jebbia along with handing it off to Jermar Jefferson, who will be back tonight. We'll get to that in a minute. Chance Nolan, uh, redshirt sophomore and a transfer from junior college, uh, Saddleback Community College, got the start for the Beavers last week in Salt Lake City in the 30-24 loss to Utah. We will have more on that in a minute. For right now, let's do a preview of the Stanford Cardinal who come into this game at 2-2. Two and two. It seems that Stanford, they started off this year poorly, but it seems they've progressively been settling in week by week into this weird season. They had some factors not only related to coronavirus, but before the season started with players opting out and players transferring. And so maybe just now they are starting to find a rhythm. In week one, Oregon didn't have a lot of trouble beating Stanford 35-14 in Eugene. Stanford looked shaky on defense, couldn't get a lot going when they're passing or running offensively in that game. Their offense just looked miserable. Uh, for lack of a better word. In their second game against number 21, Colorado Stanford rallied late but fell 35-32 to the number 21-ranked Colorado Buffaloes. Stanford didn't have any sort of rushing rushing offense in that game. Starting quarterback Davis Mills did throw for 327 yards, 31 through 56 in the air, so Stanford trying to rely on passing in that game, not what we're used to seeing under Stanford coach 
David Shaw. David Shaw, I believe, entering his 10th year as the Stanford Cardinal head coach. He has a record of 88 and, thir and 36 in his career, usually known for trying to deflate the ball with a little bit of ground and pound and keep their offense on the field, dominate time of possession. Wasn't able to do that last year. Now they're trying to get back more in, more back into it. So they played well and won against Washington last week, got it getting back to their roots. Uh, but after the loss to Colorado, as I was just saying, it seemed that Stanford had issues not only with their offensive line, but with a reliable tailback as well. Their uh, starting running back from last year, and by far their leading rusher, Cameron Scarlett, graduated. And ever since then, these first two couple games has been kind of an audition for Austin Jones and Nathaniel Pete trying to find their go-to guy. And they have been, uh, they really both showed out against the Huskies last week. A big part of that is that the Stanford O-line has se seems to be coming together. Over the, the offseason, Stanford took some pretty significant blows on the offensive line. Two starters from last season left as graduate transfers, and projected starter Walker Little opted out of this shortened season. However, Stanford seems to have got it together, gotten it together a lot more with the offensive line, really playing well against Cal in the game. The game Stanford won 24-23 with a clutch blocked uh, extra point to seal the win for Stanford in that game. Their offense was was solid. Their defense came up with big plays when they needed to. They had a bend but don't break mentality against Cal. Did seem to work. Cal again should have tied it late, but Stanford overall looked a lot better on both sides of the ball in that game. And it seems that their O-line and their running game is starting to come together, especially last week in Seattle. Uh, Austin Austin Jones took 31 carries for 138 yards in the win over the Huskies' backup, Nathaniel Pete, at seven carries for 44 yards, averaging over six yards a carry. Stanford did almost all of its damage that game in the first half, having a 24-3 halftime lead. It looked at one point like the Huskies were going to come back and take the lead, but a huge catch late in that game sealed it for Stanford, not allowing the Huskies to get the ball back, and the Cardinal came away with a huge win in Seattle handing the number 22 at the time ranked Washington Huskies their first loss of the season. But that is where Stanford comes. They've got momentum coming into this game. Now we'll turn to the to the Beavers and, of course, starting with the game last week against Utah, Chance Nolan and the Beaver offense. The Beavers made it a competitive game, but I like to say that game wasn't quite as close as the score might have indicated. You never really got a feeling that the Oregon State offense had found a rhythm in that game. They did put up 24 points. However, there did seem, seem to be multiple occasions where penalties from the Utah defense, sometimes unnecessary penalties, really helped the Oregon State offense. Late in the first half, the Beavers should have been stopped at the Utah 10-yard line with fourth and four. However, an unnecessary targeting hit gave the Beavers first and goal, which the Beavers then cashed in on one play later. And um, then later in that, in the second half of that game, when the Beavers were down two scores with around five minutes left, a defensive holding when the Beavers did not convert on fourth down kept that drive alive, followed by a Chance Nolan <laughs> pass that threaded the needle, I might say, to Colby Taylor between three or four Utah defensive backs finding its way. Sometimes it's better to have a little bit of luck on your side, but probably not with the Beavers. The Beavers are looking for more from Chance Nolan this game. He even said in interviews that he knows he can play a lot better than that. Of course, it's very tough playing the hardest defense in the conference for your first ever Division I start, and Chance Nolan did just that. And against Utah last week, they were not easy on the, the, 
the redshirt sophomore. Utah bringing a lot of disguise coverages, getting a lot of pressure. And, of course, Utah with that stingy run defense, hardly allowing anything on the ground, even if the Beavers were to have Jamar Jefferson in that last ball game, The offensive line just did not seem to have an answer for Utah's front seven in trying to get... There were, there were some big runs busted off by... Uh, Tyler, uh, by Calvin Tyler, but for the most part, the Beaver ground game kept in check, and that really hurts when you're getting your first start, like Chance Nolan. Nolan, however, no, he no, he's analyzed the film a lot. Uh, offensive coordinator Brian Lindgren has said there have been time, there were times where he might have left the pocket a little too early. He's got to trust his trust his protection more, and we know that Nolan can definitely run. We saw that he's a very athletic quarterback. We saw that. Uh, a few times against Utah running for first downs and scrambling out of the pocket. But there were times where Brian Lindgren felt that that uh, Nolan rather would look through his first option, likely Trevon Bradford or Champ Flemings, and if they were not open, he wouldn't take enough time to let the play develop and therefore would not would give up on the play a little too quickly. And you did get a feel of that having a big part to do with Oregon State never getting into a rhythm offensively like they have been with Tristan Jebbia in numerous other games this year, most notably the second half against Washington State and against Oregon in the victory in the Cascade Clash, getting into that that sort of rhythm that we're talking about. Utah, however, today uh, against Colorado to maybe make the Beavers look better, Utah handled uh, the 4-0 and 21-ranked Colorado Buffaloes today in Boulder. Colorado had a lead throughout a lot of the game. Utah got it, really got it together, put on an offensive show, and a 35-21 win. Colorado in the second half seems stymied by the Utah defense, much like the Beavers were struggling last week with Utah. Utah's offense also looking very good with Bentley at quarterback rolling to a 35-21 win. Colorado will not be going to the Pac-12 South Championship. USC will be going even if they lose this game against UCLA. An update right here. USC has just scored with four minutes remaining in the third quarter. And that is going to be a, cut the lead to 28-23 with the extra point coming. Four minutes to play in the third quarter. Got a good one there in the Pac-12. We'll preview more of this one and go around the league a little more. we got six minutes before kickoff. We, you are listening to KBVR Football. Hey, everyone. This is DJ KW Slider, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. During the winter, make sure to take care of your mental health. Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD, is a type of depression that aligns with seasonal changes. SAD commonly begins in late fall and or early winter and usually dissipates around spring and summer. The season's lack of sunshine has a biological influence over your body that may cause several of these characterizable symptoms. Depression, low energy, irregular sleep patterns, and changes in appetite and or weight. Luckily, Seasonal Affective Disorder is easily treated. The most effective method to managing SAD is through lifestyle treatments. Remain active, exercise both your brain and your body, Go outdoors, engage in creativity, and participate in social activities. Light therapy is also a common treatment. Visit Cap's Mind Spa to try the full-size professional-grade light therapy lamp or check out a mini portable light therapy lamp for two weeks at a time and continue your treatment at home. Cap's, the Valley Library, and the Student Experience Center all offer free light therapy rentals. Winter can be gloomy, but taking a proactive approach can help a lot. For more information, visit counseling.oregonstate.edu. Welcome to Corvallis. We got five minutes on the clock before kickoff here between the Oregon State Beavers and the Stanford Cardinal. The Cardinal have just rushed onto the field. Beavers will be following after the video intro is done here in about 20 or so seconds. We're going to take that time 
to have an outlook on Stanford's uh, overall team this year. We talked a little bit about the offense. We're going to start with the defense right now. So the, the Stanford Cardinal lost some significant starters to transfer on defense most no from last season, most notably inside linebacker Andrew Pertz, who led the team in tackles last season. Starting defensive, Jovan Swan, and starting defensive tackle, Michael Williams. The good news for Stanford as the Beavers come rushing out onto the field, the good news for Stanford is that star corner Paulson Adebo opted to remain at Stanford rather than going to the NFL draft. He's been having a, a really good season in the Cardinal secondary. Stanford's defense didn't look too good against Oregon or Colorado, has definitely gotten better over the last couple weeks in two wins in the last two weeks against Washington. Played phenomenally in the first half. Second half was shaky. However, they did get some stops when they needed to. It's going to be interesting to see the Stanford defense against the Oregon State offense tonight, especially considering that Jamar Jefferson is cleared to play, was out with COVID protocol issues against the Utah Utes. He's back to face the Stanford Cardinal. Second in the country, Jefferson is, in, in yards per rush, first in the Pac-12. So other news for Stanford, for an outlook on Stanford. David Shaw coming into, I believe, his ninth or tenth year with the Cardinal, 88 and 36. His record, he has never lost to the Beavers. Beavers trying to do something significant tonight and beat David Shaw. Tavita Pritchard is the offensive coordinator for the Cardinal. He's been the offensive coordinator since 2018. Pritchard played quarterback for Stanford for Stanford from 2006 to 2009. And with Stanford's offense, we already talked about offensive line injuries. However, they are starting to get it together. Offensive line looked really tough against Washington. Going to be interesting to see how the Beavers are going to try and get pressure and stop the run. The Beavers have not been a bad team. When it comes to the run, they've had their moments, especially against Utah in the first half and third quarter last week. The Beavers did make some pretty significant stops on fourth, third, and fourth and short late in that game to give their offense a chance. Again, the Beaver offense couldn't get a lot going against Utah, but you got to be happy if you're a Beaver fan with the way that that defense never quit in the fourth quarter against Utah, not allowing any points in the fourth quarter to a really good offensive line unit from the Utes who looked good today overall, both passing and running against Colorado and with that we're with two minutes before we kick off I'll keep you updated on the coin toss here we're going to go ahead and preview the Beaver defense got Isaac Isaac Hodgins little brother of Isaiah Hodgins uh, on starting at the end Alexander Skelton 90, uh, at defensive tackle Simon Sandberg at the end and now we get into the linebackers which is a really big part of this Beaver defense. Avery Roberts has been all over the field leading the Beavers in tackles. He's been a great inside linebacker, as has Omar Spates, preseason all-conference team, as well as Avery Roberts. And the toss is won by Stanford. And Stanford has deferred, meaning the Beavers will be on offense to start off this football game. We'll kick off in a minute 20, but getting back to the rest of the Beaver defense. Hamaker Rashed has not been as disruptive as he has last year, as he was last year. He's had his moments. We'll see what he can do tonight. Anjay Hughes-Murray's been all over the field at outside linebacker, coming back, the senior coming back from injuries, the senior captain. He's been a huge part of the Beaver defense. And in the secondary, we have a bit of an, something I expected. Isaiah Dunn, usually a sure starter, is listed as at one of the corner positions, Isaiah Dunn, or the sophomore Alex Austin. 
Jonathan Smith has really liked how the sophomore has been playing this year, and it's likely we'll see both Isaiah Dunn and Alex Austin out there for the Beavers tonight. At that other corner position, Nashawn Wright, or Nashawn Wright is locking that spot down. He's been playing well for the Beavers this year. A couple of interceptions, been good in coverage. And his little brother, Rajon Wright, will be backing him up. Don't see that too often. Two brothers right next to each other in the depth chart. Maybe a bit of a sibling rivalry going on right there between Nashawn and Rajon Wright. 15 seconds on the clock before the teams will come out. And I want to go through some there's, been, there's plenty of news right now in the college football world. First of all, I think we can't go without mentioning that Kevin Sumlin has been fired from the University of Arizona watching that game last night. Well, to be honest, it was pretty hard to watch. 70-7, to the Arizona State Sun Devils trounced the Arizona Wildcats. Arizona is 0-5 on the year. They have just fired Kevin Sumlin. Arizona State got their first win of the season as both teams take the field for the kickoff here in Corvallis. LSU leads number six, Florida, just starting the fourth quarter in that game. We'll keep an eye there. That could really shake up the college football world as well. Already talked about Utah beating Colorado today. And, of course, Oregon versus Washington canceled. Washington State versus Stanford was canceled right before or just a couple hours before kickoff today. But now let's get to Stanford, Oregon State. Jamar Jefferson is deep to return this kick for the Beavers. Jet Toner boots it away for Stanford, and Jefferson is going to signal fair catch. And they did give him the fair catch. There was a bit of hesitation. Thankfully, they did give Jefferson the fair catch. Didn't raise his arm as high as you might sometimes see, but it did seem pretty clear to me that he made the fair catch signal. So the Beavers will be starting at their own 25-yard line. No score here in Corvallis. Here comes Chance Nolan making his second ever Division I start, his second start for the Beavs. After kind of a rocky game against Utah last week, eager to play a lot better. We'll see what he can do starting right now. First and 10 Beavs from their own 25. Jefferson's the tailback. They motion champ Flemings, fakes the handoff, rolls out in a bootleg. He's got a man open. It's complete across the 30, makes a move, and he's got a first down. I think that might be Trevon Bradford. It's a first down for the Beavers' pickup of 12 out to the 37-yard line. That is Treshawn Harrison. I was wondering why I didn't recognize that number. He just got eligible to play this week, and the Beavers making instant use of the Florida State transfer, Treshawn Harrison. His first ever play for the Beavers goes for 12 yards and a first down. First and 10 for the Beavs from their own 37. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Nolan takes the snap. Hands off Jefferson. Jefferson has some room. Plows forward for a pickup of six yards. So good carry for Jefferson on his first, uh, well, game back. He missed one game against Utah with COVID protocols. He's averaging 6.2 yards a carry this year. He got about 6.2 right there. So a good run from Jamar Jefferson. No score here in the first quarter. 14 minutes to play. And the Beavers on the first possession of the game have second down and four from their own 43-yard line. The Beavers come out in the eye formation. Jefferson, the running back. They pitch to Jefferson. Stanford defense trying to get to him. Jefferson trying to cut the corner, not able to do so. Stanford all over that pitch play to the right side. It's going to bring up third down and four. Jefferson did seem to bounce it to the outside. However, very well covered by the Stanford defense that time. No gain on the play 
Going to bring up third down and four. Beavers making a personnel change. Zariah Beeson, wide receiver, coming in for tight end Luke Musgrave. Musgrave has been a pretty big option for Beavers in third down situations, so we'll see what the Beavers are thinking here. They got three wide receivers out to the left side of Chance Nolan, third and four for the Beavers. Nolan takes the snap, hands the ball off, and going nowhere is Jamar. While Jamar Jefferson gets close to the first down, he plunges his way to about the 45-yard line. This is going to be short. I was it was unclear who had the ball for the Beavers and they're not they're not punting this ball away. Here comes Jack Coletto. Chance Nolan still in the ball game. Really curious to see what the Beavers are thinking about doing right here. It's fourth and two for the Beavers from their own 45 yard line. 12:35 to play in the first half. I can't tell if Jack Coletto's still Okay, now we got a timeout on the field taken by Stanford David Shaw wanted to talk this one over. He wasn't just about to let the Beavers pull a fast one on them. Fourth and two for the Beavers when we come back. We'll see what Jonathan Smith has in mind. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. Did you know that Heartland Humane Society is your local animal shelter located a mile and a half from Oregon State University? If you're missing an animal or looking to adopt, stop by Heartland to see how they can help. If you want to volunteer or foster, it's a wonderful way to get animals in your life. From petting cats to walking dogs or snuggling bunnies, you can make a difference for homeless animals in Benton County today. You can also visit the Heartland Thrift Shop in downtown Corvallis to shop, donate, or volunteer. Check out heartlandhumane.org for more information. Welcome back to Corvallis. There's 12.34 to play in the first quarter. Just got underway here in Corvallis. No score between the Stanford Cardinal and the Beavers. The Beavers are faced with a fourth and two from their own 45-yard line. The Beavers are huddled up. It looks like they're getting set to go for this. So right out of the gate, Jonathan Smith appears that he might be rolling the dice on fourth and two from their own 45. The Beavers on third and four. It was a bit of an odd-looking play. Keep in mind this is only Chance Nolan's second start. The handoff looked a little bit awkward to Jamar Jefferson. I couldn't tell if Nolan had faked it. The run to the outside didn't look as clean as you might normally think with the Beaver running backs. And after being hit at the line of scrimmage, Jefferson plunged forward for about two. And now there, here we are, fourth and down, fourth down and two for the Beavers. From their own 45, Stanford just used its first timeout. Stanford's defense is on the field ready. We'll see what the Beavers are going to come up with here. Beavers still in their huddle. Right out of the gate, just to recap this drive, the first play was a bootleg to Treshawn Harrison, who just got eligible from Florida after transferring from Florida State, and the Beavers use him right away. Show, does that show, is it an indicator how much he's going to be used? That is right when he gets eligibility, he's being used right out of the gate. And on the first play, a bootleg pass from Chance Nolan. Then a good run from Jefferson, six yards. Incomplete pass. No, it was a, the next play was a pitch to Jefferson going for no gain. Stanford defense all over that one. Stanford over the third and four play as well, a stretch play on the right side, only going for two yards. And that's where we stand right now. Update, USC, UCLA. The UCLA Bruins have just scored another touchdown against USC to extend their lead to 35-23, 1-16 to play in the third quarter in that one. A huge touchdown for the Bruins there. USC had scored 10 unanswered. 
Uh, excuse me, 14 unanswered. But, again, that is a huge, huge touchdown for UCLA. They lead with 1.16 to play in the third quarter. And here comes the Beaver offense. And it is the Beaver offense, I should emphasize. Fourth down and two for the Beavs. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Jefferson's the halfback. They motion Colby Taylor. They give it to no, Nolan. Nolan it up the middle. Nolan's got the first down. Big pickup. Pickup of eight. Maybe even nine from Chance Nolan who went right up the... No, I'm sorry. That was that was Jack Coletto. That was the jackhammer package. I was going to say I didn't know Nolan could put his shoulder down and truck someone like that. That is inside linebacker Jack Coletto getting the first down for the Beavers. Usually they've been a little too obvious with that. They do a fake this time and have Coletto go right up the middle. First and ten Beavers from the Stanford 48. Nolan under, under center. Nolan... Hands off right side to Jefferson. Jefferson bounces the outside, finds some room, gets a block. Jefferson close to a first down, and he does have a first down brought down at the Stanford 35-yard line. Brought down by inside linebacker number 30 for Stanford, Levani Dumuni, but not before a pickup of 12 for Jamar Jefferson. So the Beavers on the move here. That gamble from Jonathan Smith looks to be paying off right now, converting on fourth and two just moments ago. First and ten Beavs from the Stanford 35-yard line. I think that's still Jefferson at halfback. They take the snap. Nolan fakes. Nolan looks downfield. Nolan fires to the sideline. Incomplete. That was excellent coverage by Q Blue Kelly of Stanford. Excellent defense that time from Blue Kelly. They, I think he was looking for Trevon Bradford. Didn't seem like the play was there. I'm a little surprised. Jebby, I mean, Nolan tried to throw it to him. But it is second and 10 now for the Beavers from Stanford's 35-yard line. Jefferson the halfback. And they give to Jefferson left side. Jefferson finds some room. Jefferson brought down after a pickup of nine. So another great run from Jamar Jefferson. Going to bring up third one. Beavers wasting no time getting to the football. They're going to go out of the shotgun formation here. Third and one. Hand off Jefferson. He's got a first down and more inside the Cardinal 20. Actually put him at the Cardinal 20. He needed a yard. He got six. Beaver running off attack is rolling here on the opening drive. Converted a fourth down. Just converted another third down. Beaver's in the red zone. Beavers have been an efficient team in the red zone this season especially in goal-to-go situations if we are to get there. 10.44 to play in the first quarter, no score. First and 10 Beavers from the Stanford 20. Chance Nolan in the shotgun, Jefferson the halfback. Nolan barking orders to his offensive line. Five on the play clock. Nolan takes the snap, hands off Jamar Jefferson left side. Jefferson putting his shoulder down. Pretty good penetration from Stanford's defense that time. Jefferson brought down after a pickup of two. Blue Kelly, the corner, made the stop for the Cardinal that time. And I believe that B.J. Baylor has just entered the game at halfback. I think I saw Jefferson jog off the field. He does seem to need a break. He's gotten a lot of carries on this drive. And no, that is still Jefferson at halfback. Pardon me. Second and eight, Beavers from the Stanford 18. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Nolan takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looking to throw. Nolan fires to the end zone, complete! Touchdown, Beavers! That is Tyjon Lindsay, only his fourth reception of the year. 
and this is a huge one, goes for a touchdown. It looked early on in the play as if Chance Nolan had a lot of room to run on the left side. However, staying in the pocket like Brian Lindgren talked about, he let the play develop and found a wide open Tyjon Lindsay who got about a body length into the end zone. They are actually going to stop to review this. It looked close. I thought he got in. And they are going to officially call it a touchdown. The review is off. Here we go. Everett Hayes on for the extra point. 6-0 Beavers. So great opening drive for Oregon State. Everett Hayes on for the PAT. And the kick is up. Plenty of leg. It's good. 7-0 Beavers. An 18-yard touchdown pass from Chance Nolan to Tyjon Lindsay on the opening drive of the game. Beavers lead 7-0 with 9.46 to play in the first quarter. You are listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. KBVR loves local music, and there's nothing more important than bringing the music to you. That's why we're playing local music that you love daily. Join us on KBVR-FM every day at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. to be the local artist that you love. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Gabrielle Louise. I'm a singer-songwriter from Colorado. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Everybody knows that the play is coming. Everybody knows that the play goes away. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions.oregonstate.edu. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. So the Beavers draw first blood here at Reeser Stadium. They lead the Stanford Cardinals 7-0 with 9.45 to play in the first quarter. Beavers with a very efficient first drive, five first downs on that drive. It started off um, with a fourth down and two conversion from their own 45. Coach Smith, we've seen him roll the dice, and it pays off a lot of the time. Paid off here, certainly. Going with Jack Coletto, who only needed two. He charged up the middle for eight. The Beaver drive after that continued. Got a third down conversion with Jamar Jefferson on third and one. Beavers picked that up easily. Then it ended up with an 18-yard pass from Chance Nolan to Tyjon Lindsay. Nolan complete, was two for three on that drive through the air. Looked pretty good, especially on that touchdown pass to Lindsay, where Nolan really seemed to sit back patiently and let that play develop. A lot of times against Utah, a very stingy Utah defense last week, he seemed a little panicked in the pocket when even when he had good protection, he would bail out a little too quickly, not letting the second or third option develop. It seemed like he definitely did there. Tyjon Lindsay has not been used a lot this year, but he played in a lot of he got a lot of playing time in that opening drive and ends up with a slant route touchdown for 18 yards over the middle to put the Beavers up 7-0. Beaver kickoff team is on the field right now. We're about to see the Beaver defense after this kickoff. The Beaver defense has had their struggles against Utah last week. However, they were able to hold Utah to three field goals when they got in the red zone early in the, in the first half, and they played great in the fourth quarter against Utah despite allowing a lot of rushing yards total in the game. The Beaver defense did have some bright spots against the, the strong Utah Utes. We'll see how it goes today against the Cardinal. Caleb Lightborn set to kick off for the Oregon State Beavers. 9.45 to play in the first quarter. Lightborn's kick 
is returnable. Fielded at the four. Out across the 10, across the 15, and hammered at the 20-yard line. I mean hammered and brought down. That, got, that gets the Beaver sideline fired up. That was Kyrie Fisher, a backup inside linebacker, a transfer from Arkansas from a couple. He transferred in 2019. I believe he's a junior. I'll check that in a minute. First and 10, Stanford from their own 23 after the huge hit on the kickoff. So now we'll see Davis Mills leading the Stanford offense. He's been efficient this year, especially in the last few games. Davis Mills and Stanford in the I formation. You won't see Stanford out of the shotgun all that much. They're a running-oriented team. Mills takes the snap, hands it off to Austin Jones. Jones running right side. Jones picking his way to the 30. There's a big dog pile there, a rugby-type scrum. And that's a pickup of eight for Stanford, who just kept churning his legs. Stanford gets into the pile to help him along, and that's going to bring up second down and two. As I mentioned, Stanford trying to get back to their running roots. They were effective against Washington last week. They break the huddle quickly. Second down and two yards for Stanford from their own 31. Davis Mills under center. Austin Jones is the halfback. Beavers lead 7-0, nine minutes to play in the first quarter. Davis Mills in the I formation, takes the snap, hands it off right side to Austin Jones. Jones makes a few-man miss. Jones almost broke that and went to the end zone. He's brought down at the Stanford 40-yard line. Jones with an excellent run that time. Jaden Grant with a huge touchdown-saving tackle for the Beavers. Looking at the replay here, it looks like the Beavers had Jones, but he was slippery. Didn't get a lot of help from his line there, but really a great run by Jones. Beavers lucky. He didn't take that to the house. Great tackle by Jaden Grant in the open field. First and 10, Stanford from their own 40-yard line. Mills in the shotgun, Jones the halfback. Mills drops back to throw for the first time. Under pressure, fires incomplete. And a flag does come in, however, in the vicinity of pass interference or defensive holding. It did seem funny that there didn't seem to be any receiver in the area. This is likely against the Beavers. And it's pass interference on the Beavers. On to Sean Wright, one of the Beaver corners. That will be a 15-yard penalty. The play developed over the middle, and it was almost intercepted. Mills seemed to throw it in between two Beaver defenders, and I think that pass interference from Deshaun Wright knocked uh, Simi Fahoko off his route, one of the best receivers on the Stanford team up against Deshaun Wright. First and 10 Cardinal from their own 46-yard line. 8.20 to play in the first quarter. Davis Mills in the eye formation. Mills fakes the handoff, rolls out on a bootleg, fires complete across midfield, and inside the 45 brought down the first down. Hamaker Shed made the stop. That is Elijah Higgins with an 11-yard gain from wider, sophomore wide receiver from Texas for Stanford on the bootleg play, showing the Beavers a little bit a taste of their own medicine. Beavers have run that bootleg play very successfully quite a few times this year. Stanford did likewise there. We'll see that from this type of offense. A lot of the types of offenses the Beavers have faced so far haven't run a lot of bootleg like the Beavers themselves do, but Stanford utilizes it well there. First and 10 Cardinal from the Beaver 44, and a timeout taken by Stanford. That's their second timeout of the half. Doubt David Shaw wanted to take two timeouts in the first eight minutes of the ballgame, but he's done just that. So the Beavers lead 7-0. 
with 7.46 to play in the first quarter. When we come back, Stanford has the ball first down and 10 from the Oregon State 43-yard line. You are listening to KBVR Football. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Research Stadium. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. Stanford takes their second time out of the half, but they're up. Both teams back on the field. It's first and ten for Stanford from the Oregon State 43. Beavers leading 7-0. 7.46 to play in the first quarter. Davis Mills under center in the I formation. Only one wide receiver set. A fullback and Austin Jones the halfback. They fake the handoff. Heavy pressure. Mills fires. Wide open. Man, it's incomplete. He had him wide open on a wheel route looking for Archer, the tight end, and he had him wide open. I'm not sure if it was a miscommunication. They, they weren't sure which shoulder he was supposed to throw to. Mills tried to throw back shoulder. I don't think that's where Archer was intending it. The Beavers catch a huge break because they were completely fooled. Wow. Second down and 10 for Stanford from the Beaver 43. Beavers showing pressure. Two wide receivers set. Now they motion him inside to the slot. Mills hands it off to Jones. Jones breaking through the line. Jones stonewalled at about the 38-yard line. Give him five and a half, maybe six on the carry. So the Beaver defense does have a chance to make a third down stop here. Stanford with a personnel change. Their top wide receiver, Simi Fajoko, 6'4", 227 from Utah, is coming onto the field for third down and four. Call it third and a long four, I guess. Third and four, Stanford from the Beaver, 38 after the run from Austin Jones. Davis Mills in the shotgun for the first time tonight. 7.01 to play in the first quarter. Beavers showing a bit of pressure here. Mills takes the snap, looks to throw. Mills fires slant route complete to Simi Fajoko down to the Beaver 25-yard line. Actually, they're going to mark him at the 24. First and 10, Stanford, a pickup of 14 on third down, and that is Simi Fajoko, their top target. Davis Mills has great chemistry with him, and Mills has really been in a rhythm here for Stanford the last couple of games. First and 10 for the Cardinal from the Beaver 24. Stanford looking to tie the game up on this drive. 6.30 to play in the first quarter. And Mills is in the shotgun. First and 10. Mills takes the snap. Mills drops back to throw. Under pressure. Mills steps up. Fires. Got a man wide open. That's Fajoko. Fajoko has a first down. Hurls a man. And he's brought down at the Beaver 12-yard line. They're going to mark him at the 13. Not a good spot, I don't think. They're going to give him the 13. Simi Fajoko in back-to-back plays with first down pickups. That was a slant screen over the middle. Worked perfectly. The Beavers have had trouble following Stanford receivers on on those type of plays so far. First and 10 Cardinal, and they are going to move the ball up to the 12. First and 10 Cardinal from the Beaver 12. Austin Jones, the halfback. They motion him out. Mills takes the snap. Mills looks to throw. Mills jumps it off short to a fullback, and that is Fisk. Fisk f- fights his way into the end zone. He is a big fullback at 270 pounds. He finds his way into the end zone for Stanford. 
on a 12-yard dish off from Davis Mills. Stanford is an extra point away from tying the game. So we saw them run this play once against Washington last week, and it worked very well with Fisk that time as well. Jet Toner on for the extra point to tie this one up with 5.45 to play in the first quarter. Bad snap, botched play. He's going to look to throw. The holder is. He's got nowhere to throw, and it's incomplete. So Stanford does not convert the PAT. It was a bad snap, and the Beavers maintain the lead right now, 7-6. to six. Stanford should have tied the game there. It doesn't happen. Stanford, however, does score on their opening possession of the game. Both teams score on their opening possession of the game. Just, just a bad snap. Nothing the holder or Jet Toner, the kicker, could do about that one. 5.45 to play in the first quarter. 7-6 Beavers. You are listening to KBVR Football. We'll be right back. The Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Advisory, or HOPE Board, wants to hear from you as it pursues decent, safe, and affordable housing for everyone in Corvallis and Benton County. Members of Benton County can take any or all of the four surveys on the HOPE website. Additionally, the HOPE Board will be hosting listening sessions with community members and organizations through the month of December. To find these surveys or join these listening sessions, visit the Benton County website and search for homelessness or housing in the search bar. You live here too, and are always a valuable member of our community. América, tus hijos tienen un superpoder. Ellos pueden salvar muchas vidas al no salir a jugar. Con solo quedarse en casa y juntarse con sus amigos por internet o videochats, ayudan contra la propagación de peligrosos gérmenes. Y si salen, asegúrate de que usen sus superpoderes para distanciarse seis pies de los demás y así proteger a todos los habitantes del planeta. Infórmate más en coronavirus.gov. Este es un mensaje de los CDC y el Ad Council. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Powell, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. The Beavers lead the Stanford Cardinals 7-6 with 5.45 to play in the first quarter. Stanford just opened the Beavers' opening drive. Beavers scored on their opening drive with a pass from Chance Nolan to Tajon Lindsay. Stanford marched down the field on that drive. They did convert a third down, and they had a dump off to the fullback, Riley Fisk, who scored a 12-yard touchdown, just barreling over Beaver defenders. Great play from him there, great individual effort. Extra point, extra point try, I should say, was not converted. Low snap really hurt Stanford there. And the Beavers do maintain a lead right now at 7-6 after a rare missed extra point conversion. 5.45 to play in the first quarter. Some other news from around the college football world, USC has just scored to inch closer to UCLA. 11.35 to play in the fourth quarter between USC and UCLA. UCLA leads 35-30. to UCLA has the ball first and 10 on their own 38-yard line. 11.35 to play in that one. Beaver receiving team comes out onto the field. Jack Coletto and Jamar Jefferson back to receive. Number six, Florida trails LSU 31-34, 5-15 to play in the game there. Florida is driving. They have first and 10 from LSU's 39. Here's the kickoff from Jet Toner. This, a returnable kickoff. We'll see what Jefferson does. He takes it to the 7, out across the 10, across the 15, across the 20. Jefferson brought down by a host of Stanford defenders at the 23. There's a flag down. This is usually a hold, did seem to be a little bit of a late flag. 
Hopefully this is not going to back the Beavers up, but I think there's a good chance that this is going to be an illegal block in the back or a hold. The officials are discussing right now. They seem to be talking more about this. They're pointing around at the area Jefferson was tackled. I'm curious as to what this penalty might be. It, this is a hold on the Beavers. They talked about it for a minute. Hold on the Beavers. So that's the risk you take when you don't call a fair catch and you do try to take it out because now the Beavers are going to be starting from their own. It's not... not backed up as badly as they could have been. Starting from their own 14-yard line, still not ideal. Here comes the Beaver offense for their second drive of the game after scoring on their opening possession. Jefferson in a halfback, Nolan in the shotgun. Tyjon Lindsay, who made the touchdown catch, is out wide for the Beavers. First and 10 Beavers from their own 14. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan fakes the handoff. Screen pass, Tyjon Lindsay, who drops the ball. It'll bring up second and 10. Lindsay was being surrounded. He did have some room to run. Probably would have picked up about six or seven. But he drops the pass there. Brings up second down and ten. Here comes Tegan Quatoriano replacing Luke Musgrave at tight end for the Beavers. Beavers lead it seven to six with 5.35 to play in the first quarter. Second and ten Beavers from their own 14. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Nolan takes the snap. Hands off left side. Jamar Jefferson. Jefferson. Nowhere to go. He does he does find a bit of a lane, actually. Picks up four yards on the play. Scooter Harrington made the stop for Stanford. Scooter Harrington also a tight end for the Cardinal. Tyjon Lindsay coming off. It's going to be third down and six for the Beavers from their own 18-yard line. Stanford's defense held very strong against Washington in the first half last week, trying to force the Beavers to punt here. Third and six for Oregon State from their own 18-yard line. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Nolan motions Jefferson to his right. Nolan takes the snap and looks to throw. Nolan fires. That's complete. First down, Beavers out to the 25-yard the line, and the play is over, but Treshawn Harrison appeared to have the first down, but he might have run backwards and lost the first down there. And Jonathan Smith is looking for an explanation. Where he was touched up, it seemed that forward progress should give him the first down. And now we got a lot to sort out here on the, on the field. Here come the officials. I will say it was not a good idea from Treshawn Harrison to run backwards and trying to get more yards instead of just trotting forward. And the Beavers might be faced with fourth down and short here. I'm going to want to see a replay because if you go back under your own power, you do not get the benefit of forward progress. I think that he's short right here. It does look pretty clear that he's short. I want to see a replay. It did look like a dumb play from Treshawn Harrison after making a good catch to try and go the other way, and this is definitely short by about two feet. Fourth down for the Beavers. So Treshawn Harrison might have cost the Beavers there. We'll take a look at the replay, and that's a bad call. He definitely got out to the 25-yard line. That's, that's not a good call from the, the, the officials right there. The Beavers might be thinking about going for this. Offense is still on the field. Jonathan Smith still wants an explanation. I do have to say, and now the punt team is going to come onto the field, I believe. They're huddling up. I think the punt team is going to come on here. Um... 
Treshawn Harrison was touched up at around the 25-yard line. Did not seem that he went back under his own power, so I, I don't agree with the call from the officials there, but the Beavers will have to punt it away. So an unfortunate swing for Oregon State right there. The Beavers have to punt. Luke Locker on to punt for the Beavs. Here's the kick. Fielded fair catch at the 30, and this is going to be kick catch interference. The ball's loose. Beavers have it, but this doesn't matter. That is a, another bad play from Oregon State. It was the long snapper who got down and interfered with the kick, and that's going to give Stanford 15 extra yards. So two unfortunate plays from the Beavers in a row here. After Treshawn Harrison, well, he, was, he made a catch. That, that wasn't on Harrison. I, I don't agree with the spot call there, forcing a fourth down, and then a punt where the Beavers interfered with the catch. We'll give Stanford phenomenal starting field position at their own 49-yard line. Uh, they're going to back it up to the 47 after clarifying. So here comes Stanford's offense. Beavers had to punt after an unfortunate play. Third, 3.58 to play in the first quarter. 7-7 ball game between Stan... No, sorry. Beavers lead Stanford 7-6. Stanford failed on an extra point conversion. 3.58 to play in the first quarter. First and 10 for Stanford and Davis Mills. Nathaniel Pete is in at running back for Stanford. They hand it off to Pete, right side. Pete, trying to pick his way, finds some running room over the right side, gets across midfield to the Oregon State 49-yard line, pick up a four on the play. Andre Hughes-Murray, the outside linebacker, brought him down for the Beavers. He'll bring up second and six for the Cardinal. 3.35 to play in the first quarter. Second and six for Stanford from the Beaver 49-yard line. Mills in the I formation. Austin Jones in at tailback for Stanford. Beavers showing a blitz here. It could be a disguise. Now Stanford's going to really change the play. They motion two tight ends over. Beavers change their formation. Second and six for Stanford. They hand off to Jones. Jones makes a man miss. Jones fighting for yardage. He gets out to the Beaver 45-yard line. It's going to bring up third down and two. Host of Beavers in on the tackle. Hamaka Rashid and Isaac Hodgins, two Beavers in on the tackle that time. Third down for Stanford. You would think even if they don't get it here, this could be territory where the Cardinal are going to go for it. So two runs for Stanford over the right side of that offensive line. Two runs go for eight yards, and it's third down and two for Stanford from the Beaver 45-yard line. Uh, I can't tell. I think that's Nathaniel Peden at halfback. Third and two for Stanford from the Beaver 45. Davis Mills under center. Davis Mills takes the snap, hands off. First down and more for Pete. Pete all the way to the Beaver 38-yard line. That was Austin Jones. I'm not doing a good job seeing what running backs are in here. Stanford is rotating every other play. That was Austin Jones on the carry. Gets to the Beaver 38-yard line. 2-10 to play in the first quarter. And now for Stanford making a substitution, Austin Jones is off, and that means Nathaniel Pete is the halfback for the Cardinal. Stanford, we knew coming into this game they were going to be a run-first team. First and head Stanford from the Beaver 38-yard line. Takes the snap. Play is blown up immediately in the backfield. He is brought down. Loss of 
Loss of five. Isaac Hodgins getting there first. One Beaver defense. I think it was Isaac Hodgins got a phenomenal jump on the football. Just happened to time it just right. <laughs> he, he might have been offsides if I do have to I do have to be honest. But he totally blew up that play. No flag, and that brings up second and 15 for Stanford. That could be a big play for the Oregon State defense. Second and 15 for the Cardinal from the Beaver. 43 takes the snap, does Davis Mills. He throws screen pass, got nowhere to go, bottled up, brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Loss of a yard. That was a completed screen pass to a Stanford receiver, Omar Spates, and on the tackle along with Jack Coletto and Isaac Hodgins. Third and 16 for Stanford. Back-to-back tackles for loss for this Beaver for this Beaver defense. Virtual crowd really getting into it here at Research Stadium. It is third down and 16. 35 seconds to play in the first quarter. Beavers showing pressure on third and 16. Davis Mills takes the snap. Mills looks to throw. Mills running out of time, steps up in the pocket. Mills trying to throw. He's in trouble. He is brought down after a pickup of just four. Omar Spates chased him down along with Hamaka Rashid. 15 seconds to play in the first quarter. The time is likely going to run out in the first quarter. So the decision time for Stanford. And right now they're, <laughs> I can't tell if they're, it's their punt team on the field, but they're missing their punter. It doesn't matter because the first quarter has just come to an end. So when we come back, it looks like Stanford will be punting from, they have 4th and 12 from the Beavers, 40. We've played one quarter in Corvallis. The score, the Oregon State Beavers, 7, the Stanford Cardinals, 6. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. Accuracy, relevancy, respect. These are the characteristics the Daily Barometer strives to achieve in its coverage every day. Since 1896, the student-run newspaper on campus has been utilizing the skills of Oregon State University students to start conversations which are open to all voices. The Barrow aims to create reciprocal relationships with communities on campus, seeking to make real change. To get involved with the Barrow, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click the Get Involved tab. If doctors told us that we'd made a breakthrough on COVID-19, we would rejoice. We'd feel hope that we could live our lives again, get back to work, back to doing what we want. While masks are a ticket to that freedom. We can help protect others and save lives by covering our noses and mouths, which is how the virus mainly spreads. Until there's a vaccine, grab the breakthrough that's already here. When we're out, it's masks on. A message to help keep you safe. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hey, you're tuned in to KBVR-FM, Oregon State's student-run, student-operated radio station. The number one place for people with a passion for music to come, get together, and share that passion with the world. Whoa, the whole world. The whole world. Yeah, hopefully they're listening to something else. Should I cancel my audition for American Idol? You might want to think about it. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. We are just about ready to start the second quarter here at Research Stadium. The Beavers lead the Cardinal 7-6. to Stanford missed on an extra point conversion. The kick was not missed. It was a bad snap, and that blew up the play. So the Beavers have a one-point lead after the first quarter. 
where we stand right now, Stanford has the ball, but it's fourth and 12 from the Oregon State 40-yard line. This is a likely punting situation, and Stanford is sending their punt team out onto the field. The referees tell them to slow down. Maybe they're not quite ready here. Maybe we're not ready with the end of the quarter break, and I think that's what they're telling the Stanford punt team right now is that we still got a little bit of time. So Ryan Sanborn will be on to punt for the Cardinal when play resumes. Some news from the college football world. Florida has gotten the clutch-tying field goal against LSU. 43 seconds left to play. LSU has the ball second and 12 from Florida's 42-yard line, looking to get in field goal range there. Eight minutes to play between UCLA and USC. UCLA leads 35-30. to However, USC has first and goal from UCLA's nine. USC looking to take their first lead of the game and take the lead over UCLA. Jamar Jefferson is back to receive this punt. Now that I think about it, I haven't seen Trevon Bradford on the field tonight. I wonder if he's out for this ball game. We'll get an update on that in a, in a little while. Jefferson back to receive this punt. Punt is away. It's a high. It's a good one. Jefferson calls a fair catch and receives it at the 13. That's where the Beavers will start their next drive. So I'm curious to see if Trevon Bradford is going to come onto the field. I don't think I've seen him yet today. Maybe that's why Treshawn Harrison getting a, the start and why Jefferson is, has just received that punt. Here comes the Oregon State offense. On the, they are on the field. I'm trying to see who all is out there. I see Zariah Beeson right now. Beavers only with two receivers right now. Treshawn Harrison is the other one, so no Bradford at the moment. First and 10 Beavers from their own 12. Nolan takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Nolan steps up in the pocket. He's looking deep. He's got a man. It is caught inside the Stanford 35, rumbling down all the way to the Stanford 28. That is Treshawn Harrison. How about this debut for this young man? Three receptions already. Two of them have gone for first downs. 61-yard completion to Harrison. He was almost a five-star recruit out of high school, playing for Florida State, had offers from Alabama and Clemson. Didn't feel like he was being used well enough at Florida State, transferred here to Corvallis, and he is certainly making use of his eligibility here for the Oregon State Beavers so far in his... He just got eligibility. He's been excellent so far. Harrison is a junior, so, and of course, this doesn't count as a year's eligibility. So after this season wraps up, Harrison's still got two seasons to play for Oregon State. Looking like they're going to be pretty excited about that. First and 10 Beavers from the Stanford 27-yard line. Chance Nolan under center. Jefferson, the halfback. Beavers out of the eye formation. And they hand it off to Jefferson on a dive. Jefferson up the middle, finding some running room, weaving his way down to the Oregon, no, to the Stanford 22-yard line. Solid gain, pick up a five. It'll bring up the second and five. We have heard B.J. Baylor is, is, is active tonight. I don't think I've seen him yet. I think Jamar Jefferson has been out there every play. Baylor got hurt early against Utah. Um... Calvin Tyler played pretty well. He got a couple of touchdowns. It was a rough night offensively for the Beavers in that game. Second and five Beavers from the Stanford 22. Jefferson the halfback. 
They fake and they do an end around. A lot of running room. Cuts the outside. First down and more. Lindsay inside the 10. Tajon Lindsay brought out of bounds at the Stanford 8-yard line. Beavers executed that one perfectly. They faked the handoff to Jamar Jefferson. Gave it to Tajon Lindsay, who had blockers out in front. Lindsay, one of the fastest guys on the team. Another big play for Tajon Lindsay for the Beaver offense. First and goal, Beavers from the Stanford 8. Beavers have been phenomenal in goal-to-go situations this season. We'll see if they can keep that success going. First and goal, Beavers from the Stanford 8. Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia in the I formation. No receivers wide, two in the slot. And we got a flag. This is going to be a false start on Oregon State. So that's unfortunate. Wait a second. Yes, it's delay of... Delay of game is what this, no, wait a second. This, there was a timeout called by Jonathan Smith before the play, and that's huge because that could have really hurt the Beavers' chances of scoring right here. The play clock was winding down. Beavers have been very good with not any false start, not, not many false starts or delay of games this year, but the Beavers do get the timeout. Beavers lead Stanford 7-6. to six with 12.42 to play in the first quarter, and the Beavers have first down and goal from the Stanford eight-yard line. And just getting an update here that LSU, unranked LSU, has taken the lead over the Florida Gators. There's 23 seconds left to play in that game. LSU is kicking off right now. Florida is ranked number six in the country. This would, of course, end any chance the Gators have at the college football playoff. 23 seconds left to play in that one. I'll try and keep you updated as much as I can, but right now the Beaver offense is retaking the field. USC has just scored and taken the lead against UCLA as well. First and goal, Beavers from the eight. Jamar Jefferson's the halfback. Beavers in the same set they were before the timeout. Colby Taylor in the slot. They fake the handoff, looking for the play to develop. He's got a receiver in the far side of the end zone. Throws, caught, touchdown, Beavers. That is the true freshman, Zariah Beeson, for the Beavers. His second touchdown reception of the year. Boy, oh boy, did it take a long time for that play to develop. Chance Nolan with his youth in this Oregon State offense, I think he was a little hesitant there. He had Beeson on the drag across the field and he should have thrown it a lot earlier, but when he did decide to throw it, he made a beautiful throw. Touchdown, Beavers. They are going to review it. It looked close. I thought that he got two feet down and had the ball, and yes, he did. The review is over. It is a confirmed touchdown for Oregon State. Everett Hayes on for the extra point, so again, I'll analyze that more in a minute. Took a long time for that play to develop. Chance late on the throw, but it still was a touchdown. Extra point is up and good. It looked like Everett Hayes might have had a false start there. He's the kicker, but they didn't call it. And the Beavers have just taken an eight-point lead, 14-6, to with 12.34 to play in the first quarter. 30 seconds, we'll be back. You're listening to KBVR Football. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part. 
Because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul with Orange Media Network and KBVR. The Beavers lead 14-6 over the Stanford Cardinal, 12-34 to play in the second quarter here in Corvallis, Oregon. The Beavers just scored off of Chance Nolan's second touchdown pass of the game. This one was to true freshman Zariah Beeson. For a second here, I, I want to talk about Zariah Beeson. He's from Duncanville, Texas, a true freshman, as I mentioned. One of the top Beaver recruits from 2020. He was he was only rated three stars, but Zariah Beeson had offers from Florida, LSU, Oklahoma State, Michigan State, Washington, and a host of other big Power 5 schools. Beeson decided to come to Oregon State, and Coach Smith made comments all offseason about how he did not look like a freshman playing in practice for the Beavers. That was his 11th reception of the year, his second touchdown of the year. Beeson had a big touchdown in the third quarter against the Oregon Ducks in that win in the Cascade Clash. So Beeson has been a very productive freshman, the first hookup between Chance Nolan and Zariah Beeson. Now going back to that play, Nolan made a fantastic throw. He didn't read the play as well as probably Tristan Jebbia would have. Keep in mind, this is only Chance Nolan's second game in the Beaver offensive system. It was a play where they faked the handoff to Jefferson, and it was a bit of a a slant pick where the two receivers crossed. Beeson crossed with Colby Taylor, and Beeson just kept making his way to the end zone. Stanford totally fooled, and it seemed that Nolan had had, uh, Beeson. Maybe he couldn't see over the big Stanford defensive line, but Nolan instead had to move instead of making the easy throw. He was on the run, and he, he made a fantastic throw. So it ended up as a touchdown for the Beavers. Not the cleanest touchdown play you'll ever see. But it is seven more for Oregon State, and they lead 14-6. Beavers on to kick off with Caleb Lightborn. Deep to receive for Stanford is looking for the kick returner. This is Nathaniel Pete, one of the halfbacks for Stanford to return. 12-34 to play first quarter. Beavers lead 14-6. And Lightborns, I'm trying, I'm trying to get an update. Florida LSU Lightborns boots it away. This one is out of bounds. Unfortunate break for Oregon State. Almost found the the end zone, but this is out of bounds. And Stanford will get to start from the Beaver 35. From uh, sorry, from the Stanford 35 yard line. So unfortunate. Their first kickoff out of bounds from Caleb Lightborn this year. The Florida Gators and Evan McPherson, their kicker, have just missed a long field goal and high drama there in Gainesville, Florida. The number six Gators falling to the unranked LSU Tigers, the defending national champs who've had a miserable year, but a huge win there over number six Florida. Upset of the day, no question about it. First and 10 Stanford from their own 35 after the kickoff out of bounds. Here is the handoff to Austin Jones. Jones trying to bounce it. Jones nowhere to go. Brought down at the line of scrimmage. Great penetration there by the Beaver defense. In on the tackle was James Rawls, a defensive lineman. He is a backup, but the Beavers rotate a lot with the D-line. And he's seen a lot of playing time in these last few weeks against Oregon. He had some big plays, got a lot of playing time against Utah. And James Rawls make in on the tackle there for the Beavers. He's also a junior college transfer on this Oregon State roster. Second and 10 for 
Stanford. Beavers late getting another DB onto the field. Second and 10, here's the snap. Mills looks to throw. Mills fires, and that is, I can't tell, did he catch it? Yeah, he did. That's complete to number 81, Bryson Tremaine, a big 6'4 wide receiver from Los Angeles. Pick up a three on the play. Brings up third down and seven. I couldn't tell if that was intercepted by by Nishan Wright or if it was incomplete, but it is a short game. Pick up a three. Third and seven. Virtual crowds getting into it. 11.25 to play here in the second quarter. Third and seven for Stanford. Davis Mills takes the snap. Mills looks to throw. Mills in trouble. Fires. That's complete. First down, Stanford. That is out of the backfield. No, he was lined up as a wide receiver. That's Austin Jones, the halfback, on a slant route over the, the right middle side of the field. Pickup of 10 moves the chains for Stanford. Great play on third down from the Cardinal. 11 minutes to play in the second quarter. First and 10 Stanford from the Beaver 48-yard line. Davis Mills in the shotgun. Mills looks to throw. Dumps it off to his halfback. It's batted down. Almost intercepted by outside linebacker Jay Hughes-Murray. He made a great play using his 6'4 frame to bat that one out of the air. Tried a dive on it. Almost had the interception. What a play that would have been. It was already a great play from Hughes-Murray. <laughs> great that he had the presence of mind to try and pick that one off good play nonetheless second and 10 for Stanford second and 10 for Stanford from their own 48 yard line Davis Mills in the shotgun Austin Jones the halfback one wide receiver set one in the slot Mills takes the snap Mills fires that is comp no it's dropped it is dropped by Simi Fehoko Beavers catching a huge break there Stanford's top wide receiver target dropped what would have been a sure first down probably would have been a pickup of about 15 or 20 so Beavers catch a huge break crowd coming to life here <laughs> third down and 10 for Stanford from there on 48 Beavers looking in a nickel package here as there are four wide receivers set Jaden Grant and Akili Arnold on the field right now for the Beavers Mills takes the snap looks to throw Mills fires it is tipped incomplete it is incomplete. The Beavers come up with a stop on third and 10. Jaden Grant making the play. Excellent coverage by him and Alton Julian there. It wasn't a bad throw. Great coverage from the Beavers secondary. Stanford will have to punt. Ryan Sanborn on to punt from their own 48-yard line. Jamar Jefferson took the last punt. Now it is Kobe Taylor returning the punt for the Beavers. Stanford fourth and 10 from their own 48 and there's eight to snap. Sanborn letting the clock run down. He snaps it and almost blocked. Taylor running over to his own 20-yard line. This kick is out of bounds. It takes a Stanford hop. Going to be marked at probably about the Beaver 19. And that was off by a yard. They're going to mark this at the Beaver 20. That's where Oregon State will start their next drive. So the Beavers lead it 14-6. to over the Stanford Cardinal with 10.22 to play in the second quarter here in Corvallis. I just mentioned that number six Florida has gone down to uh, the LSU Tigers coming off their championship season. 
Tigers were three and five coming into that one. Hardly anyone probably projected that, but LSU gets the huge victory in Gainesville, Florida. USC, number 15 USC, leads UCLA 36-35. Four minutes left in the fourth quarter in that one. UCLA has the ball second down and eight. So that could be a very close finish there in Los Angeles. Talking about the Pac-12 right now, something that I've really been wondering, what is going to happen with the standings and the seeding game that will happen after this? The Beavers, fun fact, only team in the Pac-12 to get through their six-game schedules. The Beavers, after this, will have been the only team to play all six games. To play all six games. And right now there are some teams. Arizona State has only played three games. Utah has played four. And my question is, how are they going to do these standings? Because if Arizona State, first of all, Arizona State looks like a darn, a pretty darn good team. And they're one and two, so that would put them probably at fourth or maybe even fifth in the Pac-12 South. It, would it really be fair for anyone to seed them at number four instead of higher up when you have some teams that have more wins than ASU but also have more losses than them as well? I just don't get how you can seed people or seed teams when there's such a mismatch. Well, the Beavers have played six. Arizona State's played three. Utah's played four. Colorado, five. USC, five. I believe this is Washington State only got to play three after their game against Cal was canceled. So a, a heck of a lot to sort out. Then we'll see what the conclusion of USC-UCLA. If UCLA could pull the upset there, that would be pretty significant for the Pac-12 standings as well. But I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. USC, even if they do lose to UCLA, will be playing Washington in the Pac-12 title game. Washington um, got their game canceled against the Oregon Ducks. Disappointing, that would have been a great matchup, but Washington will take it, I'm sure, because now they're playing for the Pac-12 title. Um, and now we have Oregon State-Stanford as the last game to finish off the regular season in the Pac-12. We'll see what ends up happening with the seeding and everything later. Beavers back, offense back on the field. First and 10 from their own 20. Chance Nolan pitch, uh, fakes the pitch, rolls out on a bootleg. He fires, complete Tyjon Lindsay. First down, Lindsay brought out of bounds, pushed out of bounds, I should say. At the Oregon State 34, pick up a 14, another Beaver first down. Tyjon Lindsay with his third big play. He's touched the ball three times tonight. One was a, an 18-yard touchdown, another one a 13-yard end around for a first down. And that is a 14-yard completion off another bootleg rollout. First and 10 Beavers from their own 34. So two big new faces we haven't seen a lot this year. Trayshawn Harris and Tyjon Lindsay. Probably the biggest players on offense so far for the Beavers. Nolan hands it off to Jefferson. Nowhere to go. Jefferson loses five. No, he lost four, but there is a flag. We'll check the flag on the play. It's down in the Stanford secondary. Or may actually, pardon me, this is near the line of scrimmage. I. This is a tripping on Oregon State, and that one hurts like a son of a gun. <laughs> that is going to back us up, or that, that is going to back the Beavers up. 15 yards, and the Beavers are going to have first and 25 from their own 19. 
So a tripping penalty hurts. That play was miserable anyways, would have lost four yards. But instead of second and 14, they got first and 25. We'll see what the Beaver offense can do. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan's going to run it himself. Nolan trying to find some room. Nolan stepped out of bounds after a pickup of a, t of a couple yards. That'll bring up second and 23. So the Beavers in a tough situation after a, a tripping penalty. You don't see that very often. And where one official was standing, I thought that he gave Nolan a gain. But no, that's no gain on the quarterback keep from Chance Nolan. Second and 25 for the Beavers. Nine minutes to play in the second quarter. Beavers lead Stanford 14-6. to six. So it's unfortunate that penalty happened. Beavers were looking to go ahead double digits on this possession. Second and 25 for the Beavers. Here is the fake handoff. Nolan's looking. No, he dumps it off to his tight end, Tegan Quatoriano, who's brought down for a loss of five on the play. So the Beavers going backwards on this possession. It's going to bring up third down and the distance between Corvallis and Palo Alto. It'll be third and 29 officially from their own 15-yard line. 8.28 to play in the first quarter. The Beavers do lead it 14-6. That's the good news. This drive doesn't appear that it's going to turn out. However, the Beavers still in a good position. They'll want to get a good punt off after this play. Third and 29. <laughs> Jefferson's the halfback. Nolan takes the snap. He hands off to Jefferson. Jefferson charging up the middle. Jefferson does find running room. Jefferson across the 35. <laughs> he gets to the Beaver 41. However... Two flags near the line of scrimmage. I'm sure this, this will likely be a hold on Oregon State. Big pickup from Jefferson on the play. The refs are talking this over. This is in the vicinity of where it's probably a hold. Would have been a pickup of 25 for Jamar, but we'll check the flag. There are fouls on both teams Holding on both teams. These fouls are going to offset, and we will have a replay of the down. So the good news for the Beavers, they're not going to get backed up any further. They would have liked the 25-yard gain from Jefferson, but instead we are going to replay third and 29. 7.54 to play with the clock rolling in the second quarter. Beavers come out, four wide receivers set on third and forever. Nolan looks to throw, fakes the handoff. He's going to go to Jefferson on a screen pass. Jefferson cuts inside. Jefferson across the 20 to the 23-yard line. Beavers are going to punt. 7.34 to play in the second quarter. Beavers lead 14-6 over the Stanford Cardinal. Luke Locker on to punt for the second time today. So the Beaver defense has been holding pretty strong against Stanford. Two, two straight punts the Beavers have forced against the Cardinal. Beavers lead 14-6. to six. Beavers will punt from their own 22. Bad snap. It's almost blocked. Locker gets it away. Not a great punt. Fielded at the 42-yard line. Fair caught by return man. Uh, number 25 for Stanford, Bryce Farrell. So Stanford will start from their own 42-yard line. 7.04 to play in the second quarter. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to KBVR Football. Hey, it's David Green here. I'm the host of NPR's Morning Edition, and you are listening to KBVR Corvallis.
A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. KBVR-TV. Something different every time. You don't know what you're going to get because we don't know what we're going to give you. Art, music, sports, games, geeks, and more. Every week, every night, KBVR-TV. For more, check us out on Facebook at KBVR-TV, on Twitter at KBVR-TV1, or on Instagram at KBVR-TV. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. Huge news before we get back to our game here. UCLA, with a field goal, has just taken the lead over number number uh, 15-ranked USC. Nicholas Barmira made a 43-yard field goal, as clutch as you will ever see, given the circumstances. UCLA takes a 38-36 lead with 52 seconds to play in that contest. We'll see if USC has any more magic left in them this year after pretty pretty uh, unlikely victories with comebacks against Arizona State and Arizona in their first two weeks of their season. USC appears to be on the ropes right here, though. I will keep you updated with that. In our game here in Corvallis, the Beavers lead Stanford 14-6, 7-0-4 to play in the second quarter. Beavers just punted. Stanford's going to have first and 10 from their own 41-yard line. So far, we knew that after Stanford's game against Washington, they were using that run game really effectively with both Austin Jones and Nathaniel Pete. We knew Stanford was going to be running, was going to be a run-first team coming into this game. And after scoring on their opening possession, the Beavers have looked good on their last two defensive possessions. Stanford went three and out on their last drive. Beavers looking to hold them strong again. Stanford comes out in an old-school set with a fullback, and that is Fisk at fullback. He has got the touchdown reception for Stanford today. One wide receiver set, first and 10 Stanford from their own 41. Mills takes the snap, hands it off up the middle to uh, Austin Jones, brought down after a pickup of three. We got a flag in the vicinity of a hold. Brought down by safety, Alton Julian. And this is a holding on Stanford. So big penalty that goes in favor of the Beavers. It's going to be first down and 20 for Stanford from their own 31-yard line. 6.58 to play in the second quarter. Beavers lead 14-6 over Stanford. Stanford has the ball first and 20 after the holding penalty from their own 31-yard line. If the Beavers could hold this score, this would by far be the best defensive first half of the year. Davis Mills takes the snap, looks to throw, fires. That is, I think it's caught. It is caught. What a catch by... Elijah Higgins, slant route. He was hit hard as he caught it. That's good for a pickup of 15. Kitan Oladapo, safety, made the stop for the Beavers. But a great play on first and 20 for the Stanford offense. Alexander Skelton comes back into the game for the Beavers on the defensive line. 6-10 to play first, uh, second quarter. 
Mills takes the snap, hands it off to Austin Jones. Austin Jones has, no, he does not have a first down. It was a great tackle from Omar Spates. He picks up three. I'm sorry to say the first down, because I thought he was there, but a great hit from Omar Spates stopped him. And it's third down and third down and two after a pickup of three. So the Beavers have a chance to get a third down stop, 540 to play in the, in the second quarter here in Cordellas. Third and two for the Cardinal from their own 49-yard line. Virtual crowd getting into it on third and two. Davis Mills in the shotgun. Mills fakes the handoff. Mills going to look to keep it himself. He is brought down at the line of scrimmage. Beavers were not buying that fake from Davis Mills as he faked the handoff, and Hamaka Rashid stayed home. Nation's leader in tackles for loss last season, and the coming into this season, he is the, is the front runner to win for the, for the defensive players to win the Heisman Trophy in a bit of a situation for Stanford decision, but they are going to punt. Little surprise given they trail 14 to six. Stanford on to punt though with Ryan Sanborn fourth and two from their own 48. And the snap is down, the punt is away. Colby Taylor back at his 12, signals for fair catch, makes the fair catch at his own 12 yard line. That is where the Beavs will, they're gonna give him a 13 actually. That is where the Beavs will start their next drive. The Beaver defense gets another stop, third stop in a row from the Oregon State defense. And, oh, my goodness, big update in the USC-UCLA game is that the USC Trojans have just marched down the field. They only had, it only took them 18 seconds. They have first down and goal at UCLA's eight-yard line. So they are in great field goal range. We'll see what they do here. I might turn that game on just to keep everyone updated with what is going on at the moment. So if USC is able to avoid that upset, USC will stay undefeated going into the Pac-12 title game against Washington. I believe that game will be played next week. What a game that'll be, Washington versus USC. Definitely one you don't want to miss. And USC has just taken the lead with a touchdown. That did not take long at all. They got the ball with 50 seconds left and scored with 33 seconds left. So just like that, USC strikes to regain the lead, and it looks like they are going to hold on in their rivalry game in Los Angeles. That will mean the Pac-12 standings, and we've already talked about how weird that it has been. We'll see how everything plays out. Beavers' only team to get all six games in assuming COVID does not cancel this game that we are already in the midst of right now. 4.40 to play in the second quarter. The Beavers lead it 14 to six. Big storyline so far from this game is that Treshawn Harrison and Tyjon Lindsay have been the two biggest uh, offensive players for Oregon State, maybe save Jamar Jefferson who has nine carries for 46 yards. But no sign of Trevon Bradford I don't know if it was ever announced what has happened to him, but it definitely seems that he is not available for this game. Leading Beaver receiver coming into this game with 24 receptions for 239 yards. So it's crucial that either Treshawn Harrison or Tyjon Lindsay steps up, and they both have so far in this game. Harrison, three receptions for 78 yards. He had one 68-yard reception in the first quarter. 
his first game after just getting eligibility. He's a transfer from Florida State. First and 10 Beavers, they move the ball up. First and 10 Beavers from their own 14-yard line. Chance Nolan has had a decent game so far. Nolan in the shotgun. Fakes the snap, handoff, I should say. Fires, complete teeing Toriano. Toriano puts his shoulder down. First down, Beavers to the Oregon State 25-yard line. And unfortunately, we do have a Stanford player down. I will try and tell you who that is when I get when I can see. And uh, that play, going back to that play, it was a bootleg that didn't seem to be going anywhere. Stanford seemed to have the man in Nolan's face, indicative that they read the play. However, it did work with Quatoriano, maybe the Beavers preparing for Stanford to be prepared for that play. Thankfully, the injured player is up. I still can't see his jersey number because it's tucked in kind of near his chest area. But he is up and walking. Great to see that. Pickup of 11 for the Beavers. And they have first down and 10 from their own 25-yard line. Tegan Quatoriano with the catch. It was a little high, so a good catch from Quatoriano. And he absolutely trucked the much smaller DB that was in his way that time. That was Trajan Butler, the corner, and uh, Quatoriano a lot bigger than him, and that, that one had to hurt. <laughs> so a pickup of 11, first and 10 for the Beavers. Chance Nolan in the eye formation. Jefferson, the halfback, handoff, Jamar Jefferson, stretch play right side. Jefferson cuts back up the middle, and Jefferson picks up nine and a half. He's just short of the first down. Another good rush from Jamar Jefferson. That is his 10th carry of the ball game. Haven't seen another Beaver running back, I think, even in the game. Second and half a yard, hands off Jefferson again. Easy, f- no, Nolan keeps it. Nolan has a first down. Nolan cuts upfield bravely, and Nolan is brought down at the Oregon State 43-yard line. Good play from the Beavers there. He's an athletic quarterback. We saw his running abilities last week against Utah. So far in this game, Nolan looking quite a bit sharper than he did in Salt Lake City last game. We talked about that pregame. Beaver offense never seemed to get into a rhythm. And I'm not going to call this as big of a rhythm as they had maybe against Oregon per se, but they are looking comfortable on the field. 3.33 to play in the first half. Jebbia takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Nolan looks, sorry, it's Nolan. Nolan looks to throw downfield, and he overshot his man by about eight yards. Chance Nolan looking for Tyjon Lindsay. There were a couple times last week where Nolan maybe underthrew his man a little bit, and he overthrew Tyjon Lindsay that time. It'll bring up second down and 10. So the Beavers lead 14 to 6 with 324 to play in the second quarter here in Corvallis. Um, second and 10 for the Beavers from their own 42 after the incomplete long shot to Tyjon Lindsay. Three wide receivers set. Jefferson's the halfback. Chance Nolan takes the snap, fakes the throw. Here comes pressure. He fires. That's complete. And making a move is, I believe that is Treshawn Harrison. Yes, it is Treshawn Harrison. Pretty, oh, that's a solid gain. That's a gain of six. It'll bring up third down and manageable third and four for the Beavers. 3-0-4 to play in the first half. If the Beavers could get another score, convert here and get another score, that would be absolutely huge. Not to mention if they do convert here, it would probably keep the ball out of Stanford's hands for the rest of this half. So a lot on the line on this third and four. Beavers lead 14-6. 2.50 to play in the first half. Third and four for the Beavers. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan looks to throw. Fires slant route. Incomplete. Pretty good coverage. He was looking for Colby Taylor. And that is going to set up a likely punting situation for the Beavs. The throw did look a little high. Not sure how much of an impact that had on things. And update, 
U USC has just beaten UCLA, failed Hail Mary. So USC hangs on and beats UCLA. 2.35 to play in the first half. Beavers have to punt after not converting on third down. Luke Locker on the punt for Oregon State. And the punt is away. Back at his own 15 is the return man for Stanford. He catches it at his own 13, maybe 14. We'll see where they mark him. They're going to give him the 14-yard line. That's where Stanford will begin their next drive. Luke Locher with the punt there is third of the ball game. So it's been, I guess, what you could call kind of, in a way, a defensive first half. Beavers lead 14-6. to six. Stanford has been known for being a defensive team over the years. Changed a little bit of that reputation last year. Beavers, by the way, looking to beat Stanford for the first time since 2009, 11 years ago. Here's Stanford's offense trailing 14-6. First and 10 Cardinal from their own 14. Looks to throw as Mills jumps it off short to uh, Jones, and Jones has run out of bounds after a pickup of five. It'll bring up second down, and uh, this, the refs are still deciding where to spot him. It'll be second down and five. If this score does hold, this will be the Beavers' first time leading at halftime in a game this season. Second and five, Stanford from their own 19. In the shotgun is Davis Mills. Mills takes the snap, looks to throw. Mills has all day. Mills fires wide open, complete across the 45, inside midfield, almost breaking a tackle. He is brought down by Kitan Oladapo, who's limping a little bit. That's a huge play for Stanford. Bryson Tremaine, the big tight end, down to the Beaver 41-yard line. So a big tackle from, tackle from Katan Oladapo there from Central Catholic in Portland. First and 10, Stanford. Mills takes the snap, dumps it off. That's complete to number six, and another first down for Stanford. That, that is, I believe, Elijah Higgins. Yes, it is Elijah Higgins. Pickup of 11. Stanford really in a rhythm here on this drive after the big play to Bryson Tremaine. First and 10 Cardinal from the Beaver 30-yard line. We'll see what the Beaver defense can come up with here to try and get a stop before halftime. Mills takes the snap. Here's a heavy pressure. Mills really in trouble. Mills is sacked, brought down from behind. Boy, did the Beavers need that. That is Isaac Hodgins, little brother of Isaiah Hodgins. His third year starting for the Beavers makes a big play. Loss of four on the play. Stanford takes the third and final timeout of the half. Hodgins brought the initial pressure and then was able to bring him down bring down Davis Mills. Beavers needed that sack there to stop the momentum and move Stanford back. It'll be second and 14, a minute 30 to play in the first half. Stanford has the ball in Oregon State's 34, second and 14. And this is going to be a very short timeout, so we're not going to go to break. Beaver, I think that was just a 30-second timeout. Both teams now making their way back onto the field. So the Beavers lead 14 to six with a minute 30 to play in the second quarter. And Stanford has the ball second down and 14 from the Oregon State 34 yard line. Davis Mills in the shotgun and Austin Jones at the halfback. Mills takes the snap. Mills fires quickly to Simi Fahoko. Fahoko makes the catch inside the Beaver 30. Pushed out of bounds by, I believe that was Isaiah Dunn at the stand at the Oregon State 29-yard line, pick up a six, so good defensive play from the Beavers there overall because now it's third down and nine. 
for Stanford from the Beaver 39-yard line. Stanford does have a good kicker, Jet Toner. He's struggled a little bit this year, but overall has been a good kicker throughout his career. Third and nine for Stanford. Mills takes the snap. Here comes pressure. It's picked up. Mills fires. Good coverage, and it is incomplete. No flags on the field. I'm looking at who was in coverage right there. That was Jaden Grant, one of the best players on this Oregon State defense. Absolutely excellent coverage. The blitz was picked up that time. So the Beavers not getting the pressure they hoped. And so it all came down to the secondary, who made a great play with Jaden Grant there. Huge, huge stop for the Beavers before halftime. Jet Toner on to attempt a 47-yarder, a minute 20 to play in the second quarter. Jet Toner on for a 47-yarder. Here's the snap. The kick is up. It has the leg. It is good. Jet Toner, the 47-yard field goal. He's been a good kicker throughout his career at Stanford, actually hit the game-winning field goal last year here at Research Stadium as time expired to give Stanford the win over the Beavers. So a minute 16 to play in the second quarter. Beavers have two timeouts. Wouldn't be surprised if the Beavs try to put some more points on the board before this half is over. The Beavers lead 14-9. And as I was mentioning, this will, if it holds, be the first time the Beavers lead going into halftime this season. Even in the games that they won against Cal and the Oregon Ducks, they were trailing Cal 20-14 um, at halftime. They were trailing the Ducks 24-13 at halftime. Beavers came back to win both of those games in nail biters that came down to the final possession. Right now they lead 14 to 9. And Jefferson is going to be deep to receive this kickoff from Jet Toner. Minute 16 to play in the second quarter. Toner strides up to the ball, boots it away. Jefferson lets this one sail out of the back of the end zone wisely. So the Beavers will take over from their own 25. There's one minute, 16 seconds to play in the first half here in Corvallis. It's been a good game so far, highlighted by the Beavers being in more of an offensive rhythm than they were last week against Utah. It hasn't been perfect by any means, but a lot more efficiency on offense. Nolan seems to be more comfortable out there this time around. First and 10 Beavs from their own 25-yard line. Minute 16 to play in the second quarter. Stanford will get the ball to start the second half. Nolan takes the snap, hands it off to Jefferson. That's going absolutely nowhere. May give him a yard on the play. And now the Beavers are really going to have to hustle back to the line of scrimmage. Looks like they already know what play they're running because everyone's in set except Colby Taylor now running back. Taylor now is set. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan fires. He's got a man wide open. Complete Zariah Beeson down the sideline, tiptoeing out to the Oregon State. 44-yard line. Zariah Beeson, his second reception of the game. Beaver first down. 52 seconds to play in the second quarter. Beavers need to hustle here. Probably just trying to get into field goal range is what I'd imagine. The Beavers do have both their timeouts, and the clock is not going to run because Beeson got out of bounds. I forgot. He got out of bounds. First and 10 Beavs from their own 44. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan in trouble. Nolan really in trouble. Dumps it off. Incomplete. 
he, he made a good decision there to throw that out of bounds in the vicinity of his halfback, Jamar Jefferson, to bring up second and ten. So Nolan not taking a sack there. We saw against Utah a few times last week. He held the ball for a little bit too long trying to make something happen. And luckily there, he didn't try to run out of it. He just made the more veteran move to throw that one away, second and ten for the Beavers. 47 seconds to play in the first half. Second and ten Beavers from their own 44 trying to get in field goal range. Stanford showing a lot of heat. The Beavers off to pick that up. Nolan takes the snap, looks to throw. Blitz is picked up. Nolan runs out of the pocket. Now Nolan's going to look to run it himself. He tries to switch directions. He does. Nolan with a pretty good gain. Nolan near the sticks. They're going to mark him short. Pickup of nine on the play. Boy, is he fast. Ran away from a couple of Stanford linebackers, able to catch the edge. So Nolan showing his athleticism. The, he gets to the Stanford 47. Looking at the replay, man, Nolan really is a fast QB. Third and one for the Beavers from the Stanford 47-yard line. 38 seconds to play in the first half. Every second precious at this point for the Beavers trying to get in field goal range. Here's third and one. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan hands it off. Jefferson bounces outside, and Jefferson is absolutely stuffed in the backfield. Stanford read that one all the way home. Brought down for a huge, wait a second. I don't, did, did that play count or not? Yes, that play did count. The Beavers took a timeout. I'm a little get, bit confused as to why the Beavers would want to take a timeout there because it's going to be fourth down and four. You wouldn't think the Beavs would want to risk anything at this point. Curious to see what Jonathan Smith is going to try and pull here. 32 seconds to play in the second quarter. So the Beavers on third and one sometimes been a little bit too predictable. Stanford read that one all the way like it was a book and absolutely gobbled up Jamar Jefferson in the backfield. So the Beavers are going to keep their offense out there. B.J. Baylor is the halfback. Jonathan Smith rolling the dice again. Fourth and four for the Beavers from the Stanford 49-yard line. And now Nolan's going to get back to punt. And he does get the punt away. Good decision from Jonathan Smith there to punt this one. And the Beavers let this one roll for a few seconds down and at the Stanford 27. So that was pretty well executed by Oregon State. Stanford is going to have it with 22 seconds left and no timeouts. I want to be surprised if they just take a knee to get us into halftime. The Beavers lead 14-9. 22 seconds to play in the first quarter. Keep in mind Stanford will be getting the ball to start the second half. Beavers deferred, or Stanford deferred, gave it to the Beavers who scored on their opening possession. Beavers have scored on their opening possession the last three games they've played. Or prior to, prior to Utah, I should say. Three of the last four games they've played, they've scored on the opening possession. First and ten, Stanford from their own 22. They hand it off to Jones. Jones finds some running room. Jones in the open. Jones hurdles a man. Jones to the Beaver, to the Stanford 48-yard line. So a big gain for the Cardinal. Nashawn Wright finally chopped him down, and 
the clock is running. It shouldn't be right now. They never reset the chains. Stanford's going to look to throw. Mills in trouble. Rolls to the outside. Flag down for a hold. Mills throws, and it's complete to Simi Fajoko, who's going to go into the end zone for a touchdown. However, we have not one, not two, but three flags for a hold against Stanford. The refs have already indicated what the call is. So this is coming back. Three flags down for holding. And... We're going to have one untimed down. So the Beavers catch a break there after allowing a big play. Stanford hustles back to the line. But now Stanford is going to have a second down and forever from their own uh, from their own 38-yard line. And this is going to be an untimed down. And wisely, they're going to go into, well, it's called victory formation. Of course, they're just trying to end the half. Now the refs are stopping the game right now before the kneel down. And now they're bringing it back in, and Mills takes a knee. That takes us to halftime. So the Beavers lead at halftime for the first time this season by a score of 14-9. to We will be back in two minutes with full halftime coverage here on KBVR. Me encanta cocinar para mis nietos Y si pudiera también cocinar para los 16 millones de niños Que enfrentan el hambre en este país Lo haría Por suerte La Red Nacional de Bancos de Alimentos de Feeding America Proporciona una comida y una silla a todo niño que lo necesite Apoye a Feeding America y a su banco de alimentos local Visitando feedingamerica.org diagonal en español Un mensaje de Feeding America y del alcance Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. The Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Advisory, or HOPE Board, wants to hear from you as it pursues decent, safe, and affordable housing for everyone in Corvallis and Benton County. Members of Benton County can take any or all of the four surveys on the HOPE website. Additionally, the HOPE Board will be hosting listening sessions with community members and organizations through the month of December. To find these surveys or join these listening sessions, visit the Benton County website and search for homelessness or housing in the search bar. You live here too, and are always a valuable member of our community. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Hey, what's up? This is Sam. Aiden. Justin. And Luke from Spiller, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis Radio. Hello, welcome everybody to the halftime show on KBVR. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. So before we get into some halftime discussions about the Beaver roster, and specifically all the transfers that Oregon State has made use of, junior college and transfers throughout Division I, we're going to go through some of the statistics so first and foremost, the Beavers lead 14-9 over Stanford at halftime. 
This is the first time the Beavers have been leading at halftime this season. Against Cal and Oregon, they trailed at halftime both games, but ended up winning both games in dramatic fashion. So for what it's worth, this is the Beavers' first time leading at halftime this season. Chance Nolan looks more comfortable today than he did against Utah. He's 11 for 16 through the air, 157 yards and two touchdowns. We see him making some better decisions. He's been throwing it away when he needs to. Hasn't made any, hasn't made any super uh, egregiously dangerous throws, I would like to say. There, he has had a couple, a couple throws that have been a little high. He has had some excellent throws, like that touchdown pass on the move to Zariah Beeson, even though he didn't read that play maybe as well as he should have. He made an excellent throw. So Nolan and the Beavers seem to be in a better offensive rhythm despite only having 14 points. Stanford has a stingy defense, good against the run. Speaking of which, Jamar Jefferson is, has 12 attempts for 53 yards, only averaging 4.5 yards a carry. And Jefferson is the only Oregon State halfback who has taken a carry today. Jefferson has hardly come off the field. He did for B.J. Baylor on a couple of plays. Chance Nolan's run it three times for 17 yards. Tyjon Lindsay ran it on an end around, picked up 14. Jack Coletto rushed once on fourth and two on the opening drive of the ball game. Picked up eight yards and a huge first down for the Beavs, who ended up scoring later that drive. Chance Nolan on an 18-yard pass across the middle to Tyjon Lindsay. And we'll talk more about Lindsay in a minute. Beavers' leading wide receiver is Treshawn Harrison, who has four receptions for 84 yards for Oregon State. In his first game, he just got cleared earlier this week to play. He's a transfer from Florida State. And also want to mention, Trevon Bradford has not been seen at all in this game. There's no way they would just bench him. So the Beavers, you got, you got to think something's going on, whether it's an injury or COVID protocol or whatever. Trevon Bradford not playing in this ballgame. Treshawn Harrison stepping up four receptions for 84 yards. Tyjon Lindsay has two receptions for 32 yards and a touchdown on the opening drive. He also had that big play at the end of the round, so Lindsay has been a big factor so far in the first, he was in the first half. Zariah Beeson, true freshman from Duncanville, Texas. Two receptions for 27 yards. Two receptions, 27 yards for Zariah Beeson and a touchdown, his second touchdown of the year. Tegan Gutoriano has two catches for seven yards. Jefferson caught one out of the backfield, one reception, seven yards. Go over to Stanford real quickly here. Davis Mills, their quarterback, 12 for 17 through the air, 135 yards and a touchdown. Rushing for the Cardinal, Austin Jones has eight attempts for 59 yards. Nathaniel Pete has carried the ball twice. He is, has a negative one yard total, though. Beavers with a pretty good job containing Stanford on offense in that first half. Stanford did have some first downs. However, the Beaver defense being able to get off the field on third down, not something we've seen a lot this year. Stanford not get on very efficient on third down today as the Beavers have gotten off the field and have only allowed nine points in the first half. Stanford receiving. Elijah Higgins is their top receiver. Four catches, 35 yards. Simi Fihoko, their top target, typically three receptions for 30 yards. He did drop a pretty big one. We'll see how he responds in the second half. Bryson Tremaine, the big 6-4 tight end. Two receptions, 43 yards. Austin Jones out of the backfield. Two receptions for 15 yards. And the tight end, number number 88, big tight end for Stanford, Tucker Fisk at 6'4", 278 pounds. They dumped it up off to him in a little screen pass. 
and he had some room, got to about the five and just trucked his way through the Beaver defense, who <laughs> did not seem to be able to tackle Tucker Fisk, and can you blame them? He's a huge tight end, pure muscle, 280 pounds, got into the end zone for Stanford. So that's where we stand right now. Beavers lead 14 to nine. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the Beaver roster and all the transfers they have and how Jonathan Smith has done such an excellent job of utilizing the transfer portal in NCAA. We will be back in one minute. You're listening to KBVR. Oregon State University is challenging its community to take a step forward in mental health awareness and advocacy through a new training simulation called Cognito, recognizing and supporting students in distress. OSU students, faculty, and staff who take the Cognito training will not only learn how to recognize the warning signs of mental distress, but also how to help others in an empathetic and effective manner. It is essential to create an environment of mental health awareness and a culture of care on our campus. Join others in the OSU community and do your part to fight mental illness. KBVR loves local music, and there's nothing more important than bringing the music to you. That's why we're playing local music that you love daily. Join us on KBVR-FM every day at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. to hear the local artists that you love. Thanks for listening. Hey, yo, this is Tenen. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Tune in. Welcome back to Corvallis, everybody. This is the KBVR Halftime Report. The Beavers lead Stanford 14-9 at halftime here in Corvallis, 13 minutes before we kick off the second half. Right now, I want to talk about some transfers the Beavers have, or I should say players who did not start off at Oregon State, who with their last few years of eligibility, how many they had left, are making an impact for the Beavers in the NCAA the last few years transfers have become a big part of the game for teams across the country but a lot for Jonathan Smith and the Oregon State Beavers who've been making use of the transfer portal just to name a few impact players for Oregon State either from junior college or transfers within other division one power five schools Avery Roberts inside linebacker leads the team in tackles played at Nebraska for a year Addison Gums outside linebacker unfortunately out probably for the season um, big impact when he's on the field transfer from Oklahoma. Tyjon Lindsey um, started off, I believe, I forgot exactly was Tyjon Lindsey started off. I think it might have been, no, it was Nebraska. It was another Nebraska transfer, Tyjon Lindsey. Four stars out of high school, very highly recruited, as was Tristan Jebbia, also from Nebraska. Of course, Jebbia, the injured starting quarterback for Oregon State. Chance Nolan from Saddleback Junior College put up big numbers at Saddleback and he seems to be looking a lot more comfortable in his second game here. My overall point is especially seeing the production of Treshawn Harrison in the first half, the way that Jonathan Smith ever since coming to Oregon State has been able to make use of not only recruits out of high school but has really been making use of the transfer window. I remember Scott Frost with kind of a backhanded comment a few years ago questioning how the Beavers were able to get so many players from Lincoln, Nebraska to complete the, the transition to Corvallis. Caleb Lightborn, the Beavers, one of the Beaver punter and the Beavers um, kickoff specialist actually warming up right now for the second half is also a transfer from Nebraska. So Lindsey Roberts, Caleb Lightborn could be a, another that I'm forgetting about all c- coming via the transfer. 
And of course, Lindsey, now he hasn't been starting a lot but making a big impact in this game. And Avery Roberts, of course, making a big impact for Oregon State. Other, some junior college transfers the Beavers have making a big impact. Alton Julian, his first year with the team, he's been getting a lot of reps at safety starting some of the time, making a big impact. That's Alton Julian, originally committed to Colorado, but flipped to play with Rajon Wright, who is the bro little brother of Nashawn Wright. Those two are both from Oakland, Oakland uh, Community, Col a community College in Oakland, um, featured on the show Last Chance University, two great young men, two great athletes making a bit, both finding their way to Corvallis, Nashawn Wright started last year and he's looking like a, a staple of the Beaver defense this year along with Jaden Grant and others Rajon Wright is the backup to Nashawn Wright right now listed for this game so both of them making their way up the depth chart and again two other junior college transfers, we also got Ron Harge, who, a safety, who opted out of the season. Trey Lowe, originally from Jesuit High School in Portland, Oregon, transferred from Washington, listed as a running back on this Oregon State roster. And what I wanted to really get at here is that Treshawn Harrison, he just got eligible to play this week. And it's pretty rare that when a guy, he has been practicing all this time, I would imagine, but you just hear that you're going to play that you're eligible to play, and now not only is he starting, he go they go the Beavers go to him on the very first play with the absence of Trevon Bradford. I was not aware that Bradford wasn't able to play tonight. Again, we don't know if it's COVID-related or it's an injury of some other sort. But Trevon Bradford, the Beavers' leading re wide receiver this year, um, not able not able to go tonight. So Harrison has been stepping up with four receptions for 84 yards. Tyjon Lindsay, hardly used coming into today, has a few big plays. First of all, the 18-yard touchdown reception on the opening drive, an end around to really help the Beavers on their second drive, which ended with a touchdown pass to Zariah Beeson from Chance Nolan. And another first down reception from Tyjon Lindsay. So some transfers making a difference here for Oregon State. We're going to see if they can continue that into the, into the second half. The Beaver offense seeming to find a lot better of a rhythm than they did against Utah. It hasn't been perfect. They got a lot of work to do, a lot of things to sort out at halftime. The Beavers have been generally pretty good with halftime adjustments this year under coach Jonathan Smith. Jefferson has been a little frustrated today so far. 12 attempts for 53 yards. The Stanford defensive line has been picking it up. They look good against Cal. Even though Cal did rush for quite a few yards, Stanford was able to bend but not break on defense against Cal for most of that game. Really frustrated the Washington offense in the first half of last week's game in Seattle. Only three points from Washington before they eventually turned up the heat. Stanford able to hold on. Just a reminder of what the stakes are for this football game. The Beavers are 2-3. and three. Stanford's 2-2. Two and two. A pivotal third win will really make it will, will make a huge difference in this season makes all the difference and so a lot at stake here when we resume the second half in seven and a half minutes here in Corvallis to take you back through a little bit of Pac-12 football this this weekend and other scores from around the country one of the most shocking headlines today number 10 Miami absolutely stomped 62 to I think it was 20, 29, 62 to 29, the number 17th ranked North Carolina Tar Heels 
blowing out the Miami Hurricanes in their home stadium. So a huge top 10 loss. I don't know how often it is you see a top 10 team lose 62 to 29. Other big, other big games. Well, we mentioned Arizona State pummeled Arizona, leading to Kevin Sumlin being fired today from Arizona. An absolute uh, disaster of a career for Sumlin at Arizona. He had a good, he had a good outing at Texas A&M. Came to Arizona, and it has been, it was absolutely awful. If you might remember, the Beavers put up 56 on their win in uh, Tucson last year. And that was Kevin Sumlin's and Arizona's 12th straight loss. They decided it was time to move on. Earlier today, Utah and Colorado in a snowy game in Boulder. Some classic football rivalry action there. Colorado came out hot. Utah, however, finding their grip, really shutting out Colorado, shutting down Colorado's offense in the second half of that ball game. Utah finding the run and passing attack led by quarterback Bentley. In Utah, after beating Oregon State 30-24, we can maybe look at that game and see that the Beavers, without Jamar Jefferson, without Tristan Jebby, a chance Nolan's first start, played respectably, able to give Utah one of the better teams in the conference, I would think at this point, a really good game in Salt Lake City. And the Beavers today, against a tough Stanford defense as well, again, a lot to sort out. Nolan has been making better decisions and a lot to preview here for the second half there is five minutes before we are set to kick off in the second half here as i mentioned usc ended up beating ucla ucla took the lead with just 52 seconds to play in the ball game with a field goal it took usc 19 seconds to get in the end zone for the game-winning touchdown usc survives they finish 5-0 in the regular season they will play washington in the pac-12 title game next week Florida number six Florida absolutely stunned by the unranked LSU Tigers huge win for Ed Orgeron and his guys LSU having an absolutely terrible time terrible season defending their title after losing Joe Burrow wide receivers and a host of their offensive linemen it's been a miserable season but LSU with a huge win today in Gainesville no one really expected LSU to pull the upset there but a 43 yard or um, it was a 40 yard field goal with little time with only 27 seconds left in the game Florida had a long field goal attempt that just missed wide at the end sealing the upset victory for LSU so even with game cancellations such as Oregon Washington Cal Washington State there were some exciting games in college football as the Beavers are coming back onto the field the specialists just finishing off their their final their final preparations for the second half Beavers leading 14 to 9 over Stanford some big things to look for as we head into the second half we've seen the Beaver you couldn't say look at any team's offense or defense instead of say it's been particularly excellent or terrible both teams have had their moments there have been some times where Stanford's busted out some big runs getting holes with that talented offensive line. There have also been times the Beavers have had great penetration and stuffed them and also have the Beavers had multiple tackles for loss in that first half. Only one sack. Nolan has not, no, Nolan was sacked one time in that half. So both these teams looking pretty even 
on the scoreboard and in play what we saw in the first quarter. Just a quick recap, Beavers opened up with a touchdown on their first drive. Jack Coletto converting on fourth and two, then an 18-yard touchdown pass to Tyjon Lindsay from Chance Nolan. Stanford struck back on their opening drive. Fisk, the tight end, rumbling into the end zone off his dump off. Stanford, however, could not convert the extra point, so it stayed 7-6. Beavers added to their lead with a touchdown to Zariah Beeson. Chance Nolan didn't read the play all that well. He was late making the throw, but he did move out, roll out his body and made an excellent throw to Zariah Beeson, the true freshman from Duncanville, Texas, who made the touchdown catch, putting the Beavers up 14-6. Beavers, and actually both teams, made some stops defensively. Beavers were able to stop Stanford at the at their own 29, forcing a jet toner field goal, which he drilled. So that's where we stand right now, 14-9. We are kicking off the second half in just over two minutes here. A lot on the line. This is the final game of the Pac-12 regular season. The Beavers are the only team to get all six conference games in. 155 to play. 155 before we kick off the a huge second half here in Corvallis. Both teams looking to get bowl eligible. A huge game here before we head into the standings. Beavers leading 14 to nine. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. We will be back in a minute. Estás sintonizando a KBVR Corvallis 88.7 FM. Si tienes alguna sugerencia, quieres saludar o simplemente quieres hablar un ratico, llámame a 541-737-377. Lo voy a decir otra vez, 541-737-377. Sigan sintonizando para la mejor música, con los mejores DJs, con lo mejor de la programación. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk brought to you by Damn Chic Magazine. Talk to me about this, Taylor. Well, first we have Sharon straight into class in some gray classic sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, we cannot forget that coffee in hand. I love the look. Is that Aaron? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Aaron, and look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Chic has a place for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media handle, at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Welcome back, everybody. We are just about ready to start the second half. I am your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. 26 seconds till we start the second half. The Beavers have a lead over Stanford 14-9 in what is shaping up to be a dramatic second half here in Corvallis, a game with a ton of with huge stakes for both these teams. Remember, the Beavers haven't beaten the Stanford Cardinal under David Shaw's tenure at Stanford. The Beavers will be kicking off to the Cardinal to start the second half. So a lot on the line here in Corvallis tonight, Pac-12 after dark. This is the final game of the Pac-12 regular season. Utah beat Colorado earlier today. Arizona State absolutely dismantled Arizona last night. USC in a thriller hung on to beat UCLA and that rivalry game in Los Angeles. Cal Washington State canceled as was Oregon Washington. This game is about ready to start the second half. Caleb Light went on to kick it away for the Beavs. 14-9 Beavers starting in the second half. The Beavers in the didn't have a great defensive half quarter against Utah in the third. In the fourth quarter, the Beavers showed their might against Utah to give their offense a chance in the end of that game. Every Beaver game has come down to the wire this year. We are underway in the second half. Fielded at the five. 
out across the five, no, across the goal line, at the five, across the 20, in trouble, brought down at the 28-yard line. That is where Stanford will start their drive. It looked for a second there that they might, he might have had a seam, the return man. Alton Julian holding his left arm, I believe. That's a safety that gets a lot of action for the Beavers. That's a concern. He jogs off the field. It's going to get some medical attention under his own power, but he does look to be in pain after being in on the tackle for that kickoff. So here we go, second half. First and 10 Stanford from their own 29, pretty good kickoff return. 14.53 to play in the third quarter. Here's the handoff to Jones. Jones chopped down after a pickup of four, no, if that's five, a five yard gain after the 34 yard line. Austin Jones with his ninth carry of the ball game. It'll bring up second and five. If the Beavers, I feel like a lot is resting on this drive. If the Beavers can find a way to make a stop on this drive, it really shifts the momentum. Whereas Stanford, if they find the end zone here, all of a sudden they take the lead. So a lot hinging on this drive right here to start the second half. Second and five for the Cardinal from the Beaver from their own 34-yard line. Stanford in the I formation. Mills turns and hands it off to Austin Jones. Jones hurdles a man, and Jones has a first down out to the Stanford 41-yard line. Great run by Austin Jones that time. Hurdling a Beaver defender. It appeared that he was going to be short of the first down. Just a very athletic play right there from Jones. Linebacker came in looking to clip him at the ankles, and Jones said that's not going to happen today. First down for Stanford from their own 41. First and 10 Cardinal from their own 41. They come out in the I formation. There are no wide receivers set. An old school running formation here with a fullback. They hand it off to Jones, right side. Jones swallowed up, brought down after a pickup of one. Nashawn Wright, the corner, was in there because there were no wide receivers set. And Nashawn Wright made a great play, being the first man there to bring down uh, Austin Jones. It'll bring up second down and nine for the Cardinal from their own 42. 13 15 to play in the third quarter. Beavers lead 14 to 9. Davis Mills in the shotgun. Three wide receivers set this time. Austin Jones, the halfback. Davis Mills takes the snap. Mills fires. That is incomplete. Looking for Simi Fahoko. Great coverage from Jaden Grant that time. Probably has been the Beavers' best defensive back this year. Fun fact Grant was a walk on from I believe it, it was a, it was somewhere in Oregon Jaden Grant was a walk-on and has made his way up the ranks and is perhaps the best player on this Beaver defense certainly one of their best players third and nine for Stanford from their own 42 yard line third and nine Davis Mills in the shotgun Mills takes the snap looks to throw pressure's picked up Mills flushed out of the pocket Mills dumps it off short that's complete to Jones Jones has a first down diving towards the sticks, and he's there at the Oregon State 49-yard line. Stanford converts on third and nine. Big blow to the Beaver defense that time. The pressure was picked up pretty well. Stanford had to improvise on the play, but he found his fourth option and moves the sticks for the Cardinal. So there is 12.30 to play in the third quarter. Beavers lead 14-9. Stanford trying to do their old school offense and take time off of the clock. 
They're in no hurry, only four to snap. One wide receiver set, and here's a flea flicker attempt. A lot of time to throw. He goes deep downfield. He has Fahoko. Fahoko makes the catch. Touchdown, Cardinal, off of a 49-yard flea flicker. Simi Fahoko coming up with the ball, and Stanford has their first lead of the ball game. It will be reviewed, but it did look to me that Simi Fahoko made a great grab off of a, an excellent throw from Davis Mills. Stanford executing that to perfection. Simi Fahoko just had a step on Beaver defensive backs, and we are they are going to take a look at this play. We will let you know what happens. You are listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. We'll be back in a minute. Did you know that Heartland Humane Society is your local animal shelter located a mile and a half from Oregon State University? If you're missing an animal or looking to adopt, stop by Heartland to see how they can help. If you want to volunteer or foster, it's a wonderful way to get animals in your life. From petting cats to walking dogs or snuggling bunnies, you can make a difference for homeless animals in Benton County today. You can also visit the Heartland Thrift Shop in downtown Corvallis to shop, donate, or volunteer. Check out heartlandhumane.org for more information. Vaping might be safer than smoking, but that doesn't mean it's totally safe. Did you know the long-term effects of vaping have not yet been fully documented? Products from companies like Juul contain addictive nicotine and haven't been reviewed or tested by the FDA. OSU students who want to join the Great American Smokeout and quit all nicotine products can get help here on campus for free. The folks at Student Health Services have the knowledge and the products to help students quit safely. For more information, call 541-737-9355. Welcome back to Corvallis. They're wrapping up this review. I'm sure this call is going to stand. They had absolutely nothing, no angle to overturn. <laughs> okay, so Stanford caught receivers. Stanford's receiver, Simi Fahoko, caught the ball, but he was down at the one-yard line. That hadn't even crossed my mind. I was just looking at the catch. It doesn't look like we had a good angle to see if Simi Fahoko caught the ball or not. But first and goal, Stanford from the Beaver 1. Stanford will be looking to punch it in with their power formation right here. Two wide receivers set. Sneak, touchdown, Stanford, Davis Mills. No trouble that time, and Stanford takes their first lead of the ball game. Davis Mills sneaks it in from a yard out. 12-14 to play in the third quarter. Stanford scores on the opening drive of the second half. So a flea flicker, 49 yards. There was excellent protection, and I mean excellent protection for Stanford. Just no, no pressure on Davis Mills, and he made a perfect throw. Great catch by Simi Fahoko. Stanford takes the lead for the first time today. And they're not going to go for two here, despite only being up by one point. This extra point is up, and it is good. So Stanford takes a 16-14 lead. Plenty of time to play in the third quarter. Beavers are going to get the ball in a minute here. 12-14 to play in the third quarter. Stanford leads 16-14. We'll be back for the kickoff. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVO. <sighs> Hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. 
Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Do you want to keep up with everything from KBVRFM? On our Twitter, at KBVR underscore FM, you can talk with your favorite DJ, stay up on the latest from our music blog, and let us know what you've been listening to. We care about what you have to say here at your college station. 88.7 FM, KBVR, Corvallis. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. And there's 12-14 to play in the third quarter. A lot of time left to play in this ball game. Stanford has just taken the, the lead for the first time today. They lead it 16-14. Beaver is not, no stranger to being down at this point in the ball game. As I mentioned, this was the first time all year Oregon State was leading at halftime. That lead has quickly vanished as Stanford very efficient on their opening drive. The Beavers did have a chance to get off the field. Third and nine. Mills escaped the pocket. Found his check down, halfback Austin Jones, who made the Beavers pay. That ends up being a huge play because Stanford, just a few plays later, with the flea flicker from the handoff to Austin Jones, pitch it back to quarterback Davis Mills. Mills finding Simi Fahoko, who had about a step on Jaden Grant. It had to be a great throw. It was a great throw. It had to be a great catch, and it was a great catch. So a very well-executed play by Stanford. Oregon State didn't get a lot of pressure. However, you got to give credit where credit's due. Well-executed play by the Cardinal there to take the lead. Again, there's 12-14 to play in the third quarter. So we're going to see what Chance Nolan, the Beaver offense, can do on their first drive of the second half. we got the kickoff here from Jet Toner. Jack Coletto and Jamar Jefferson will be back to receive. Stanford started frustrating the Beavers offensively a little, especially Jamar Jefferson. They've been reading those runs pretty well. Beavers, some t- at some points this year, being predictable handing, when handing the ball off to Jamar Jefferson. A lot of time to play in this one. 16-14, Stanford leads the Beavers. 12-14 to play in the third quarter. Jefferson back to receive. No Trevon Bradford in this ballgame. We're going to see how that plays out in the second half. Jefferson calls for a fair catch and makes the catch. Wisely, as the Beavers will get to start from their own 25. And if you're just joining us, the, the Stanford Cardinal have taken the lead 16-14 to over the Beavers. 12-14 to play in the third quarter. This is the Beavers' first offensive possession of the second half. So Chance Nolan, back and forth type of first half. We're going to see what type of rhythm he can create for the Beavers here. So they come out in a stacked set. Jefferson is the halfback. First and ten Beavers. They fake the handoff. End around Tyjon Lindsay. Lindsay gets a block. Lindsay across the 30. Lindsay towards the sideline. Lindsay galloping out of bounds. He's going to be close to a first down. And they're going to mark him with nine yards there. I couldn't see very well from my angle if that was a good spot or not. But good play for the Beaver offense. It's going to be second and one. Beavers get to the line quickly. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Three wide receivers set. Nolan takes the snap. Hands off Jefferson. Jefferson plunges forward. Jefferson has a first down. Jefferson brought down at the 39-yard line. That is a gain of five yards. That will move the chains for Oregon State. 
11.50 to play in the third quarter. The Beavers with a first down on this drive. Stanford on their opening drive of this half took the lead with a flea flicker, very well executed, 49-yard flea flicker. First and 10 Beavers from their own 39. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan pump fakes. Nolan in trouble. Nolan escapes the pocket. Nolan fires, and that is <laughs> it's incomplete. It was caught, but number 15 for the Beavers. That's Anthony Gold. Have not seen him a lot this year, and there's a bit of confusion. There's a flag down. I think this might be illegal touching because I think Anthony Gold might have I don't know, maybe he might have come out of bounds and then come back in, but there's no hat down. Let's see. We'll see. And this is illegal touching on Treshawn Harrison. The down is going to the down is going to count. I think that I think that it was incomplete anyways cuz he was out of bounds, so that's essentially not going to have any impact. And out comes Anthony Gold, who hardly hasn't seen a lot of playing time at all this year. Second and ten for the Beavers from their own 39. So that play is just going to go down as an incomplete pass. Chance Nolan in the I formation. Jefferson the halfback. Here is the handoff. Jefferson, Jefferson finding room. Jefferson breaking loose, and Jefferson picks up nine. He didn't have a lot of running room. Jefferson showing his skill, why he's one of the best backs in college football. Pickup of nine. Stanford with, I mean, Jefferson was brought down by, I believe it was Blue Kelly, a corner. We have a timeout for an injured player. Jefferson was slow to get up, but he's, he seems to be absolutely fine from what I can see. He's still in the huddle. He's walking fine, so they've quickly canceled the timeout for an injured player. Beavers making a lot of personnel changes. Colby Taylor comes off. Third and one for the Beavers from their own 48. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. The ref was talking there. No, Jack Coletto's going to go. Jack Coletto easily has a first down and more. Jack Coletto inside the 45-yard line. They're going to mark him at Stanford's 45. So another big pickup on third on a short yardage situation for Jack Coletto. He's been getting the job done today. So Coletto with another nice run for a first down out of the Wildcat formation, or I should say out of the, the jackhammer package formation. First and 10, Beavers from the Stanford 45. Chance Nolan back in the ballgame. Three wide receivers set for the Beavs. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan going to keep it himself. Stanford with excellent execution on that play. It was a great play call, but Stanford was all over it. Just a pickup of one. Malik Antoine making the stop for Stanford. I got to give Stanford's defense a lot of credit there because it looked like they were gonna buy. It looked like the Beavs were just gonna hand it off to Jefferson again, and so not a lot of people probably expected the fake there. But Stanford was ready for it. We know Nolan's a mobile quarterback. Second and nine for the Beavers. Nolan takes the snap, and this time he does hand off to Jefferson. Jefferson finds some room. Jefferson stays on his feet. Jefferson fights forward to the Stanford 38-yard line. That'll bring up third down and three. So pick up a six. Jefferson comes off the field. B.J. Baylor into the ball game on third and three. So the Beavers, not in field goal range, I'm sure, that you want a touchdown here, of course, anyways. And they're going to bring in Jack Coletto again. It has worked both times. Stanford probably going to expect it a little more this time. You do know it's coming with Jack Coletto. He can, he does have the ability to throw as a former quarterback. Third and three for the Beavers. 
Jack Coletto runs right side. Coletto has a first down and more. Jack Coletto brought down at the Stanford 30-yard line. Stan, I mean, Jack Coletto has been money today on those short yardage situations. He needed three. He picked up eight. Jack Coletto is 6'3", 240 pounds. He's a linebacker. He's a guy, there are some guys that are good at making, making players miss. Jack Coletto is a guy who makes defenders want to miss. He's a guy that will run you over, not a guy that you're going to try and want to try and tackle. And I think we're seeing that he's just running full head of steam downhill. First and 10 Beavers from the Stanford 30. Chance Nolan takes the snap. Free play for the Beavers. There's offsides. Nolan fires deep towards the end zone. It is caught! Touchdown, Beavers! It is Tajon Lindsay. There's a flag, but as I said, this is a free play for the Beavers. It's being called right now. Offsides on Stanford is the call. So this is a touchdown to Tajon Lindsay. Lindsay's second of the game. 30-yard touchdown pass. Lindsay was very well covered. It was a beautiful throw from Chance Nolan. We've heard a lot about his former coach, Nolan's former coach, raving about how good he is, and he's showing it right now. What a throw from Chance Nolan. And give a lot of credit to Tyjon Lindsay for sticking with that and making the over-shoulder catch. Play's been confirmed. Extra point from Everett Hayes is right down Broadway. Beavers regain the lead 21-16 with 8.38 to play in the third quarter. Beavers lead 21-16, 8.38 to play third quarter. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Vaping might be safer than smoking, but that doesn't make it safe. Vaping can weaken your immune system, damage blood vessels, and make you significantly more likely to start smoking cigarettes. Like Juul, most e-cigs and vaping products contain nicotine, in some cases as much as 20 cigarettes worth. And it will be decades before we have good, solid research on the effects these products have on our long-term health. OSU offers free services and appointments for students who want help quitting, located at Student Health Services in Plagman Hall. For more information, call 541-737-9355. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. So the Beavers have just regained the lead. The Beavers lead 21-16 to over Stanford, 8.38 to play in the third quarter. So both teams with touchdowns on their opening drives in this half. The Beavers had to convert a few times. They had third down and I believe it was a third and one they went to the jackhammer package with Jack Coletto picked it up easily pick up a six on third and one then four it was uh it was third and three for the Beavers from Stanford's uh 38 yard line Coletto needed three he picked up eight running full head of steam downhill no hesitation so Coletto has been three for three today a big part of this Oregon State team Jack Coletto came as a quarterback to Oregon State he actually started the game against Colorado in Boulder a couple of years ago. Ended up getting benched at halftime for Jake Luton. That was kind of the rise of Jake Luton at Oregon State. 
However, Coletto still found a way to contribute. Two touchdowns rushing that game for the Beavers, one of them in overtime to give them the winning touchdown. So Coletto found his role now as a third down short yard situation quarterback as well as an, a linebacker, one of an inside linebacker who sees a lot of time for the Beavers. He's not just a, a guy who plays every now and then, so he's really a very talented athlete. And as I said, a guy who wants to make defenders miss. He's 240 pounds of muscle coming full head of steam at you, 6'3". Jack Coletto really proving to be effective here for the Beaver offense in 2020. Caleb Lightborn on to kick this one away for the Beavers. And the kickoff is away. It's angled to the right. Stanford fields it at the two. And he's going to run across the 10, cross the 15, cross the 20. And he's brought down hard at the 35-yard line. That is a very good return, though. I don't know who it was who made the stop. I think it was I think it was number 43. No, that was actually the kicker, Caleb Lightborn. Caleb Lightborn for the Beavers has made a couple of big tackles this year. He's a 232-pound kicker, so you can see why he's not afraid to stick his nose in there and make a big tackle, but still a good return for Stanford. First and 10, Stanford from their own 35. Beavers lead 21-16. Mills takes the snap. Mills hands off to Jones. Jones met pretty quickly near the line of scrimmage. He falls forward for three yards. It'll bring up second down and seven. So there's 8-19 to play in the third quarter. Omar Spates in on the stop there for the Beavers on that three-yard run. 8-10 to play in the third quarter. Beavers leading Stanford 21-16. So a lot on the line here in this game. Both teams have scored in their opening drives of the half. Second and seven for Stanford. Davis Mills in the shotgun. Beavers showing pressure. Here comes pressure. Mills fires. Almost intercepted. Beaver pressure really got to Davis Mills, and he had to throw that one quickly. Nishan Wright was right there. It was very low in a pass that Mills was just throwing away. Unfortunately for Nishan, that one wasn't about a foot higher because it would have surely been intercepted by Nishan Wright, but a great play from the Beavers' defense. Tim Tebesar dialing up a blitz that worked that time. It's third down and seven. Virtual crowd getting into it. Here's the chainsaw. Third and seven for Stanford from the round 38. 7.53 7.53 to play in the third quarter. Davis Mills in the shotgun, three wide receiver set. Mills takes the snap. Here comes a lot of pressure. Mills in trouble, hit from behind. The ball is loose. The ball is loose. There's a big scramble for it at the Stanford 29-yard line. Mills was hit from behind, lost the ball. And I think Stanford jumped back on this. They, they did. So a, a very fortunate break for the Cardinal there. Tim Tebesar drawing up another blitz. And it's a fu- and forcing and hit, getting hit from behind by Nashawn Wright. The ball was loose. Stanford very fortunate to get that football back. Beavers probably thinking, oh, what could have been there if they jumped on that football. Stanford fortunate to get that one back. The ball bounced around on the turf for quite a while. But Tim Tebesar draws up two blitzes in a row that both work. And now Stanford has to punt. So the Beavers get the stop. Fourth down and forever for Stanford. And here's the snap. The punt is away. It's a very low punt. Beavers are going to let this one go. And it 
is fielded by Colby, Colby Taylor, but Taylor was out of bounds when he touched it. So the Beavers will have good starting field position from their own 39-yard line. So we've seen Colby Taylor take over the punting re- punt return game. Jamar Jefferson has been returning kickoffs. Now that I think about it, Champ Flemings <laughs> is not in this game for the Beavers either, nor is Trevon Bradford. i got to be thinking there's there could be a COVID-related thing here with some people in the receiving group. And that's why Bradford nor Flemings has been on the field tonight. Treshawn Harrison and Tyjon Lindsay have been stepping up pretty big. Nolan takes the snap, hands it off. No, he, yeah, he does hand it off to Jefferson. I, I couldn't tell there. It was a well-sold fake. Jefferson picks up three. Jefferson has been a workhorse tonight for Oregon State. I believe he's taken some 16 or 17 carries. Second and seven for the Beavers from their own 43. Colby Taylor comes off the field, but yeah, no Trevon Bradford in this game. No Champ Flemings, two of their top targets. So Zariah Beeson, Treshawn Harrison, Tyjon Lindsey, Colby Taylor is the group tonight, the main group. Hand off to Jefferson, right side on a stretch play. Jefferson carries the pile for a pickup of four. It'll bring up third down and three. Jefferson, that was his 17th carry in the ball game. He has 17 carries for 80 yards. Jefferson almost certainly will get to another 100-yard game, and guess what they're doing now? They're bringing in the jackhammer package. Maybe a bit of a – well, Stanford's got to know what's coming, but it has worked every time, and they do feel comfortable in these situations. Like I said, Jack Coletto, not easy to tackle, not a guy you want to try and tackle, and Stanford is stacking the box here. They know what's coming, third down and three for the Beavers. Coletto runs over the left side, tries to make a man miss, and he does, and he has a first down all the way to the Stanford 44. Wow, what a run from Jack Coletto. Stanford sniffed that one out. Coletto was trying to bounce outside. The play didn't work, and he uses his athleticism to make a man miss. So Jack Coletto taking on the role of a superhero for the Beaver offense, four for four on these conversions. He looked dead in the water there. That was all Jack Coletto with his skill, picking up a huge first down for the Beavers. First and 10 Beavs from Stanford's 44. Chance Nolan back in. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan in trouble. Nolan's going to look to run. Nolan's caught from behind. He's sacked. Loss of three on the play. Great pressure dialed up there from the Stanford defense. Nolan never really given a chance on that play. Not good protection there. Nolan brought down for the second time tonight. And that's going to bring up second and 13. So not a huge loss, but of course not ideal for the Beavers. There is 4.35 to play in the third quarter. The Beavers lead the Stanford Cardinal 21 to 16. 4.30 to play in the third quarter. Three wide receivers set on second and 13. Chance Nolan takes the snap. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan fires. That's incomplete. Looking for, I believe, Treshawn. Yes, Treshawn Harrison was the intended target. Couldn't tell if it was a bad throw or it was just dropped. Would have picked up probably about five, six yards. So a tough drop for the Beavers there. This makes it a hard third down. It's third and 13 for the Beavers from Stanford's 47-yard line. A lot on the line here in this game. Two teams looking to get to win number three. Third and 13 for the Beavers, 420 to play in the third quarter. There are four wide receivers set here, Jefferson the halfback. Chance Nolan 
barking signals, one to snap, and he did just get it off. Here comes heavy pressure. Nolan escapes the pocket. Nolan has to abs just throw this one away towards the sideline. Stanford, with their pressure, absolutely blowing that play up. The Beavers didn't snap it until one second left. Stanford knew when, to when they were able to jump, and that play was never going anywhere from the start. Stanford gets the stop. 4.20 to play in the third quarter. If you're the Beavers right now, you're thinking, what if you could have jumped on that football after the fumble was forced off the strip sack? Stanford very lucky to get back on that. We're able to punt it away, and now the Beavers have to punt it away as, as well. Luke, Luke Locher is on to punt for the Beavers from Stanford's 48. Low snap, fielded well by Locher. Locher punts this one. It's a very good punt. There's a flag down. This punt rolls into the end zone, does not get a good Beaver bounce. Curious to see what this flag is going to be in the vicinity of a hold on Stanford, but we will check. 4.13 to play in the third quarter. Referees getting together to talk this one out. Getting ready to see the call. Head official out now, here we go. Holding on the receiving team, which is of course Stanford, so that is big news. That's great news for the Oregon State Beavers because Stanford, instead of starting from their own 20, will have to start from their own 10. 4-13 play, third quarter. Beavers lead 21-16. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to KBVR Football. America, tus hijos tienen un superpoder. Ellos pueden salvar muchas vidas al no salir a jugar. Con solo quedarse en casa y juntarse con sus amigos por internet o videochats, ayudan contra la propagación de peligrosos gérmenes. Y si salen, asegúrate de que usen sus superpoderes para distanciarse seis pies de los demás y así proteger a todos los habitantes del planeta. Infórmate más en coronavirus.gov. Este es un mensaje de los CDC y el Ad Council. Welcome back to Corvallis. We got a really good game going on here. 4.13 to play in the third quarter. The Beavers lead Stanford 21-16. to Stanford is going to have first and 10 from their own 10-yard line when we return in a minute here to action. 4.13 to play in the third quarter. Beavers lead 21-16. To start this second half, Stanford was able to convert a big third down, then off of Flea Flicker, scored a 49-yard Flea Flicker to Simi Fajoko. Great pass from Davis Mills. So Stanford took a 16-14 lead. Beavers on their first possession of the second half with a couple of big third down conversions. Beavers scored the chance. Nolan, beautiful pass to Tyjon Lindsay in the corner of the end zone. 30-yard pass. It was on the money. Beavers retook the lead there, 21-16. And Beavers dialing up a blitz on third down, getting a strip sack. Stanford very fortunate to get back on that ball. Looks like the Beavers could have gotten that one because it was on the ground for quite a while. Stanford fortunate to get it back. Beavers do drive for a couple of first downs on that last possession, but Stanford killing that drive and forcing the Beavers to punt. Punt rolled into the end zone, however, a hold on Stanford will put the Cardinal back at their own 10-yard line when we return to play in a minute here. Both these teams looking to get bowl eligible. We'll take a look at some statistics from this game. Jefferson has taken 17 handoffs for 80 yards. No other running back has taken a carry for the Beavers tonight. That'll show you how the Beavers feel about Jamar Jefferson and getting one running back in a rhythm. 
Davis Mills is 13 for 20 through the air tonight for Stanford, 192 yards and one touchdown. Here comes Stanford's offense. Simi Fahoko, Stanford's leading receiver tonight, four receptions, 87 yards. Didn't have a touchdown on that flea flicker because it was marked down at the one, but he made the play there. First and 10, Stanford from their own 10. Can the Beaver defense get another stop on this possession? Davis, Davis Mills in the I formation. There's a fullback in the game. They hand it off to Jones. Jones weaving his way through the line. Jones with a pretty good carry. Give him six out to the, the Stanford 16-yard line. Austin Jones taking his 13th carry of the night. He's got 13 carries for 81 yards. Pick up a six. It's going to be second and four. Got some whistles here, and we have an injured Beaver, unfortunately. Trying to see who this is. Looks like a Beaver linebacker right here. We're going to have a timeout for an injured player. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Beaver Football and KBVR. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. Beavers lead 21-16, 354 to play third quarter. Avery Roberts is walking off the field gingerly for the Beavers right now. What an absolutely huge loss that would be for Oregon State. One of their key defensive players leading the Beavers in tackles this year. Doug Dumalau comes in to replace him. So huge loss to the Beavers with an injury. Second and four for Stanford. Mills takes the snap. Mills fires. That's complete. And giving him the first down with forward progress. It's a complete on a hitch route. That's Bryson Tremaine. So Stanford does get the first down. That was a pretty well-defended play by Rajon Wright. In for his brother, Nashawn, right now, talking about him at Elaney Community College in Oakland. Rajon, I think, seeing his first reps as a beaver here. So he made a pretty good play, even though Stanford did get the first down. Stanford going right at him. First and 10 Stanford from their own 21. 3.15 to play in the third quarter. Davis Mills. Barking some orders to his O-line. He's only got five to snap. Gets down in the I formation. Hands it off to Austin Jones. Jones tries to stay on his feet. Tug Dumalau, who just came in for Avery Roberts, made a pretty good tackle there in the open field. Pummeling Jones to the ground when he was trying to get back on his feet. Pick up a four, so it's going to be second and six. Rajon Wright staying in the game for the Beavers. Don't know why Nashawn's out. Maybe he's just getting a breather. I couldn't tell you, Alex Austin is the other corner in the game, so young lineup in the secondary for the Beavers right now. Alton Julian's there as well. Second and six for Stanford. Mills takes the snap. Mills looks to throw. Mills fires. That is caught. Breaking a tackle is Bryson Tremaine. Tremaine out to the 35-yard line. Pickup of 10, and that is a first down for the Cardinal. 2.23 to play in this ballgame. I mean, sorry. No, there's... Do not listen to me. There's 2.23 to play in the third quarter. A lot of time left in this game. We are winding down in the third quarter. Beavers lead 21-16. Stanford 
Starting this drive from their own 10 has already picked up two first downs. First and 10 Cardinal from their own 35. Avery Roberts just got injured for the Beavers. Nishan Wright is out as well. I'll try to keep you updated on that. First and 10 Cardinal. Here's the fake handoff. A lot of pressure coming. Mills is hit. Mills goes down. Loses the football again. Stanford jumped on it again. Wow. Twice Mills has lost the football. But Stanford has jumped back on it both times. Talk about some good fortune for the Cardinal offense. And it's going to be second and 16. Beaver fans probably can't believe that back-to-back drives. Davis Mills has been hit and lost the ball, but he's got it back both times. Or Stanford has got it back both times. Second and 16 for Stanford from their own 29. Doug Dumalau and Rajon Wright still in the game. Second and 16 for the Stanford Cardinal. Five to snap. It's going to be close if Davis Mills can get this one off. Davis Mills does snap with one second. He hands off to Austin Jones. Jones finding a lane. Jones cutting to the outside. Jones down the sideline. Jones with the first down and more. Cutting inside. Jones down to the Oregon State 45-yard line. So a stretch play to the outside on second and 16 and works beautifully for Stanford. Wait a second here. They're saying that he stepped out of bounds a lot earlier than I thought, so that's still a big gain on the play. Mark him at Stanford's 49. 48 seconds to play in the third quarter. Jones gets the carry again. Jones weaving his way through some defenders. Good run for him. Pickup of six yards. It's going to bring up second and four. It seemed that the Beavers had him in the backfield. Austin Jones using his athleticism to break away and turned a one-yard gain into a six-yard gain. So the Beaver defense can't be happy about that. Keep in mind, Avery Roberts is not in the game right now. He's injured. I'll try to keep you updated on that. This will be the last play of the third quarter if it's a run. Second and four, Stanford from the Beavers, 45. Davis Mills in the shotgun, takes the snap, looks to throw. Mills in a lot of trouble. Mills escapes Doug Dumalau. Mills is going to run himself. Mills has a first down. Inside the 40 to the Beaver 39-yard line. He escaped a sack. Beavers miss an opportunity there to make a big sack. That is the end of the third quarter. The Beavers lead Stanford 21-16. to That is officially the end of the third quarter. So the Stanford on the move. Beavers do have the lead. We will be back for what should be a great third quarter, fourth quarter. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. The Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Advisory, or HOPE Board, wants to hear from you as it pursues decent, safe, and affordable housing for everyone in Corvallis and Benton County. Members of Benton County can take any or all of the four surveys on the HOPE website. Additionally, the HOPE Board will be hosting listening sessions with community members and organizations through the month of December. To find these surveys or join these listening sessions, visit the Benton County website and search for homelessness or housing in the search bar. You live here too, and are always a valuable member of our community. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. KBVR-TV, something different every time. 
you don't know what you're going to get because we don't know what we're going to give you. Art, music, sports, games, geeks, and more. Every week, every night, KBVR TV. For more, check us out on Facebook at KBVR TV, on Twitter at KBVR TV One, or on Instagram at KBVR TV. Welcome back to Corvallis, everyone. You are listening to KBVR. I am your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. So we're about to start the fourth quarter in Corvallis. The Beavers have a lead over Stanford, 21 to 16. However, Stanford has momentum right now. They converted on a big second and 16 and a minute ago. And Stanford's going to have first down and 10 from the Beaver 39 when we come back. On two straight possessions, the Beavers have strip-sacked Stanford quarterback Davis Mills. The ball was free on the turf twice, and both times Stanford recovered it. Rarely the offense recovers that thing two times in a row. So Beavers probably... Pretty unhappy. Beerfest probably pretty unhappy about that, thinking about what could have been. But after a sack on second and 16, a big run from Austin Jones of the Cardinal. And then just a minute ago on second and four, Davis Mills showing his athleticism to escape a sack from Doug Dumalau and run for a first down, pick up a five. So Stanford has been making some plays when it seems they've been in tough situations on the field right now is Doug Dumalau still no sign of Avery Roberts I'll try to keep you updated on him but he went down with an injury in late in the third quarter one of the Beavers key defensive players not in the game first and ten for Stanford from the Oregon State 39 yard line Davis Mills in the I formation first play of the fourth Davis Mills takes the snap. Mills hands it off to Jones. Jones with a nice carry around the right side. Jones spun out of bounds, pickup of eight. It seemed the Beavers had a chance to bring him down, but couldn't do it early on in that play. And as a result, Stanford picks up eight. Second and two for the Cardinal. Beavers making a defensive substitution. Off goes Alex Austin. On comes sophomore safety Akili Arnold. Pardon me, Arnold is a redshirt freshman with the new rules last year. Second and two. Here's the handoff to Austin Jones. Jones tries to bounce outside. This time the Beavers do corral him. No gain on the play. Doug Dumalau there along with Jaden Grant and a host of other Beavers. So Beavers sniff that one out. It's going to bring up third and two. Stanford making a big personnel change here for this third down and two. 14-20 to play in the fourth quarter. Beavers lead 21-16. Beavers trying desperately to hold Stanford here to just a field goal. Stanford with a really good kicker in Jet Toner. Third and two for Stanford. From the Beaver 30-yard line, Davis Mills in the shotgun. Austin Jones is the halfback. Mills looking to the sideline. He's got three to snap. Mills takes the snap. Looks to throw. Here's a lot of pressure. Mills escapes. Mills fires downfield. It is caught. And a flag, which is likely going to be for pass interference. Davis Mills again escaping a pass, uh, uh, excuse me, escaping a sack. And this is probably pass interference on the Beavers. They are motioning pass interference on defense. So a huge play by Dave. It's going to be holding on the Beavers. 
a huge play from Davis Mills to escape another sack. That is a painful one for the Beaver defense to swallow. First and 10 Stanford from the Oregon State 12. Davis Mills, the last few plays, it seems the Beavers should have had him for a sack, and he's escaped. He is a very athletic quarterback. Beavers have not been able to bring him down in the last few plays. No Avery Roberts could be contributing to that right now. First and 10 Stanford. Davis Mills takes the snap. Here's a screen pass. Rajon Wright gets beat to the outside. Great pick, or a good pickup for Stanford. Not as good as I thought. They're going to mark him out after a gain of seven. He'll bring up second and three to the Beaver six-yard line. So they're Stanford going right at Rajon Wright, the junior college transfer from Laney. So no Nashawn Wright in the game either. I wonder if he's also out with an injury at the moment. So two big injuries potentially for the Beavers right now with Avery Roberts and Nashawn Wright. Second and four for Stanford from the Beavers seven. No, from the Beavers six. Jones is the halfback. They fake the handoff, rolls out on a bootleg. There could be holding on the Beavers here. And actually, it's a touchdown for Stanford as Davis Mills runs into the end zone off the quarterback keeper. The play wasn't there. He improvised. So a touchdown for Stanford. Great execution by Davis Mills after the play was not there. And Stanford, after a long drive where the Beavers had a lot of chances to get a stop, Stanford scores and goes in front, 13-03 to play in the fourth quarter. Stanford's going to go for two because they lead 22-21. to So no Avery Roberts or Nashawn Wright for the Beavers right now. Arguably their two best defensive players, or at least two of their best defensive players, along with Jaden Grant, Omar Spates, Andre Hughes-Murray, and numerous others. But that's huge. And here's Stanford with the two-point conversion attempt. Mills takes the snap. Mills fires the end zone. That is incomplete. There's a flag for pass interference on the Beavers. It's going to be on Rajon Wright, I believe, who's not happy with the officials right now. And this is pass interference on Rajon Wright. They're going to move the ball from the three to the one and a half. They're going to redo the two-point conversion try. So Stanford trying to increase their lead from one to three here. Stanford takes the lead for the second time in the second half here. Beaver defense seemed to have multiple opportunities to get off the field, but not able to do it on that last drive. Stanford prevailed multiple times, and they have the lead 22-21. Here's the two-point conversion attempt for Stanford. Davis Mills under center and he fakes the handoff to Austin Jones. He fires. It's complete. Two-point conversion is good. That is the tight end, Fisk. Stanford regain, or Stanford increases their lead 24-21 with a key drive. So Stanford goes back in front. A lot of time left. We got 13 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. The Beavers trailing 24-21. We will be back in a minute. You are listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. During the winter, make sure to take care of your mental health. Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD, is a type of depression that aligns with seasonal changes. SAD commonly begins in late fall and or early winter and usually dissipates around spring and summer. The season's lack of sunshine has a biological influence over your body that may cause several of these characterizable symptoms. Depression, low energy, irregular sleep patterns, and changes in appetite and or weight. Luckily, Seasonal Affective Disorder is easily treated. 
The most effective method to managing SAD is through lifestyle treatments. Remain active, exercise both your brain and your body, go outdoors, engage in creativity, and participate in social activities. Light therapy is also a common treatment. Visit Cap's Mind Spa to try the full-size professional-grade light therapy lamp or check out a mini portable light therapy lamp for two weeks at a time and continue your treatment at home. CAPS, the Valley Library, and the Student Experience Center all offer free light therapy rentals. Winter can be gloomy, but taking a proactive approach can help a lot. For more information, visit counseling.oregonstate.edu. Welcome back to Corvallis. we got a great game going on here. Stanford has just retaken the lead over the Beavers. Stanford leads 24-21 to with 13.03 to play in the fourth quarter. Stanford about to kick off to Oregon State. So the Beavers, with multiple chances to to get off the field on that last drive, not able to br- to recover a fumble and also not able to bring down Davis Mills on a couple of sack opportunities. And he made the Beavers pay a long drive for Stanford, started at their own 10. Stanford executed when they needed to, and they get in the end zone. A big turning point in this game appeared to be when Stanford made, the Beavers got into Stanford territory, but then Stanford made a tackle for loss, hurting the drive. The Beavers had to punt when the Beavers could have gone up by double digits because they were up 21-16 at the time. So a big turn of events there. Stanford gets the ball back, drives 90 yards for the touchdown. That's where we stand right now as the teams are on the field for the kickoff. Still got cameramen on the field. It seems like we're not quite back from commercial break yet. So the Beavers, after stalling on their last drive out. We're going to see how Chance Nolan and the Oregon State offense responds as well as some of the big defensive developments. Avery Roberts, Beavers' leading tackler inside linebacker got injured on the last Stanford drive and came out. Doug Dumalau replaced him. Dumalau does have a lot of experience. Nashawn Wright for the Beavers is out. His little brother, Rajon Wright, replaced him and Stanford attacked him pretty hard knowing this is his first, these are his first snaps of Division I football. And Stanford utilizing, using that advantage, taking the lead. So we'll keep you updated on those injuries to the Beavers that could be really, really big. Jet Toner kicks it away. Jefferson is going to let this one go out of the back of the end zone for a touchback. So the Beavers will start at their own 25. Trailing 24-21, the last time the Beavers had a drive when they were behind was early in the third quarter and they responded with a great drive scoring off of a 30-yard pass from Chance Nolan to Tyjon Lindsay. Tyjon Lindsay, two touchdown receptions today. No Trevon Bradford or Champ Fleming, so the Beavers missing some big pieces of their receiving core. Beavers have three wide receivers set here, Taylor, Harrison, and Lindsay. Jamar Jefferson's the halfback, Beavers in the I formation. They hand it off to Jamar. Jamar swallowed up, nowhere to go, no gain on the play. This has become kind of a theme with teams reading out the handoff to Jamar Jefferson. Beavers not getting a lot of uniqueness on that type of play, and Stanford sat on that as if they knew what was coming out of the Oregon State playbook that time. Somebody's hobbling off the field for the Beavers. That is uh, that's number six, Jamar Jefferson something that nobody wants to see. B.J. Baylor checks into the game at halfback, so Jefferson is limping on the sideline. First and second and ten, Beavers. Chance Nolan fires. That is caught. Zariah Beeson has a first down. Beeson fights his way to the Beaver 39. Zariah Beeson, the true freshman from Duncanville, Texas. First down, Beavers. 
First and 10 Beavers from their own 38. B.J. Baylor is the halfback after Jamar Jefferson got injured. They give to Baylor. Baylor trying to bounce outside. He does catch the corner. Boy, is he fast. Baylor with a great run. B.J. Baylor, and that should be the pickup of nine. Stanford threw a bit of a hit after the play. Two guys, John. This should Beavers should have been given an extra 15 yards there. So they're going to mark. I couldn't see very well from over here. They're going to mark. B.J. Baylor out after a pickup of six, but still a great run from Baylor. One thing I will say about B.J., he is a bit faster than Jefferson, and it showed there. Jefferson probably wouldn't have gone far there. More of a power back. Baylor caught the edge. Second and four for the Beavers from their own 49. They give it to Baylor again. Baylor is close to a first down, and he has it. Doubt to the Oregon State 49-yard line. So two carries, two good runs for B.J. Baylor. That'll move the sticks for Oregon State. But running back coach Michael uh, Akifens Hinson has been saying how he loves B.J. Baylor, and they're going to give Baylor the ball again here. Baylor has absolutely nowhere to go, picks up two yards, falling forward. So three straight carries for B.J. Baylor. It's going to bring up second and eight for the Beavers, 11-10 to play in the fourth quarter. Baylor's staying in the game right now, so some really big injuries that have happened to the Beavers just on the last couple drives. Avery Roberts, Nashawn Wright, and Jamar Jefferson. Talk about three back-to-back punches. Baylor stays on the game. Second and eight for the Beavers. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Beavers might have to go to the air here. They do. They fake it. Nolan has nowhere to go. He does throw, get it away. Stanford, again, acting as if they knew what the Beaver play call was going to be. It was the bootleg rollout. And as soon as Nolan faked the handoff, there was a linebacker right in his face. Nolan did actually a really good job to throw that one away and not take a sack that would have surely killed the drive. But Stanford, it's as if they knew what the Beavers were running in that particular situation. Third down and eight for Oregon State from Stanford's 48-yard line. So third and eight, Nolan in the shotgun. Chance Nolan takes the snap, hands off. B.J. Baylor right up the middle, first down and more. And Baylor makes one man miss inside the 30, inside the 25, brought down at the Stanford 22-yard line. Man, did that, did that fool the Stanford defense. I like that play call from Jonathan Smith right there, thinking pass all the way. Stanford dropping back into coverage, and they hand it off to B.J. Baylor right up the gut, who had just a ton of sprinting lit room right in front of him. He turned into a 100-meter dash runner. That's how much room B.J. Baylor had. Very well-executed play for the Beavers. First and 10 Beavs from the Stanford 23. So the Beavers are down three. A field goal would tie it here if it comes to that. Second, first and 10 for the Beavers from the Stanford 23. Here's an end around. Tyjon Lindsay's got a lot of room inside the 20. Lindsay cuts back, goes to the outside. Lindsay close to a first down for Oregon State. Give him nine yards. Lindsay has been the king of getting nine-yard gains on end around so far this game. I think that's his third time he's gotten exactly nine. So a very successful run from uh, end around again from Tyjon Lindsay brings up second and one. Checking into the game for Oregon State is Calvin Tyler at running back. Tyler had two touchdowns last week against Utah. So giving B.J. Baylor a break, still no Jamar Jefferson back. Second and one for the Beavs, Calvin Tyler is the running back. Chance Nolan under center. Nolan hands off to Calvin Tyler. Tyler plows up the middle. He has a first down. Calvin Tyler marked down. The pile's still going. They're going to mark him down at the Stanford 11, so a pickup of five from Calvin Tyler. Or maybe, no, they're just going to give him a pickup of four from Calvin Tyler, excuse me. 
Calvin Tyler Jr. making the most of his time. He's a junior, another finally getting some playing time. He's got two great backs in front of him, making the most of his opportunity the last couple weeks. First and 10 Beavers from the Stanford 11. 9-10 to play in the fourth quarter. Beavers in field goal range, but looking to retake the lead. B.J. Baylor is back in at halfback. Nolan motions Colby Taylor in and then out. Barking signal, he's got five to snap. They motion Taylor again. They give to Colby Taylor. Colby Taylor trying to cut up field, and he is absolutely stuffed. Pickup of one. They tried to go end around to Colby Taylor. Didn't have a lot of running room there. He looks like he might have stumbled out of the gate a little bit too. Pickup of one. It'll bring up second and nine for the Beavers. From the Stanford 10-yard line, Beavers have been very good. Once they get to the 10-yard line, or in goal-to-go situations, this isn't a goal-to-go, but once they get to the 10-yard line, been very good at scoring this year. So we'll see if that continues. Second and nine for the Beavs. From the Stanford 10, 8.20 to play in the game. Chance Nolan takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Nolan looking to throw. Nolan now is going to try to escape. Nolan dumps it off short, and that's incomplete. Dropped by B.J. Baylor. Nolan just needed to get rid of that one. Bring it, that's going to bring up third and nine. So the Beavers tried an end around a couple of plays ago to Colby Taylor. It didn't work. Taylor not able to catch the edge that time like they were with Tyjon Lindsay. And B.J. Baylor is going to come out for third down and nine. I think Calvin Tyler Jr. came in at running back. Beavers have third and nine at Stanford's 10-yard line. I can't tell who the running back is here. Might be Calvin Tyler. Anyways, third and nine for the Beavs. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan fires. It is caught down near the one-yard line, and the ball is loose. The Beavers recover, but no, they're going to say that he was – they're going to say that Treshawn Harrison was down short of the first down marker. And now it's really decision time for Coach Jonathan Smith here. 8.03 to play in the game. Good pass, good catch from Treshawn Harrison. And I'm not sure if he was down. And if you're the Beavers, you might want him to not be down because you recovered it in the end zone. But it doesn't look like, I don't know if they're going to review this. It doesn't look like they are. Beavers are going to go for it in typical Jonathan Smith fashion. Fourth down and two. Chance Nolan is in the shotgun formation. Jonathan Smith gambling here. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Fourth and two, Nolan takes the snap and we got a flag before the play. So we have a flag before the play. This is gonna be on the Beavers. Delay of game on the Beavers, they couldn't get the snap off. And although that is gonna kill the touchdown opportunity, this might be good because it is gonna force Jonathan Smith to not roll the dice and come out for a field goal with Everett Hayes, who's been solid on the year. It is going to move him back five yards. It's going to be a 26-yard attempt. I can tell you, as my time as a kicker for three years in high school, being a right-footed kicker, you generally don't like kicking from, well, either hash mark, but I especially didn't like kicking from the left side. Here's Everett Hayes to tie the ball game, 26-yarder. Hayes has been pretty good this year. Snap is down. Kick looks really good. It is really good. So Everett Hayes ties the ball game. Might I say it might have been good that the Beavers got that penalty to force Jonathan Smith to kick the field goal because Stanford's defense looked like they had a pretty good play dialed up for whatever formation the Beavers were looking at there. They were going to do a fade route. But anyways, penalty. Beavers kick a field goal and tie the game. 
That's where we stand right now. 24-24, 7-18 to play in the fourth quarter. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. Do you like art? How about photography, poetry, or storytelling? Well, PRISM has a place for you. PRISM is the arts and literary journal here at OSU, and we are always accepting student submissions for art from people of all interests, backgrounds, and majors. Find the entry form on our blog, orangemedianetwork.com slash prism, or reach out to us at prism at oregonstate.edu, or find us on social media at OSU Prism. See you soon. KBVR loves local music, and there's nothing more important than bringing the music to you. That's why we're playing local music that you love daily. Join us on KBVR-FM every day at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. to be the local artist that you love. Thanks for listening. Hey, yo, this is Tristan. JJ. Bill. And this is Malia. And, and we're, we're Dog, Dog Breath. Breath. And you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Go Suns. Welcome back, everybody, to Research Stadium in Corvallis. Another great ball game here tonight with the Beavers. Every game they've had this year has gone down to the wire. This one looking to be no different. So the Beavers with a good drive there that stalled at the Stanford three. Beavers kicking a field goal with Everett Hayes. Hayes drilled it to tie this one up at 24. That is where we stand right now, 24-24. Stanford about to receive the ball on a kickoff. 7-18 to play in the fourth quarter. So there have been multiple lead changes. The Beavers jumped out 7-0, and then they jumped out 14-6. They extended that lead. Stanford then eventually took the lead in the third quarter, 16-14. Beavers regained the lead with a touchdown pass to Tajon Lindsay, 21-16. Stanford, though, retook the lead and hit the two-point conversion to go up 24-21. And now the Beavers with Everett Hayes tying it. Hayes has been good this year on overall. Most only, his only misses have been from 45-plus. And the Beavers have tied the game, the first tie of the ball game, and now it really is crunch time. It's been a good game, seen a lot of defense and offense with a Stan- Stanford team that likes to carry, keep the ball for a long, a long time and milk the clock. This is a huge drive right here, especially considering if Stanford drives, they usually take a lot of time off the clock. So Caleb Lightborn will be kicking off for the Beavers. Lightborn made the tackle the last time he kicked off. 234-pound kicker. He's made a couple of big tackles for the Beavers on special teams this year. 7-18 to play in the ballgame. A lot of drama here in Corvallis. A lot on the line in this game. Lightborn boots it away. It's a kickoff that's going to be fielded at the a, a yard deep in the end zone. And not a lot of room. He's hit, and he's brought down at the Stanford 17-yard line. I thought he might have lost the ball. Nathaniel Pete did hold on to it. And here comes the Stanford offense. Jaden Robinson, a backup corner for the Beavers, making the stop there. So Stanford will have first down and 10 from their own 17. We're getting into the critical moments of this game. There is still no... Rajon Wright, I mean, sorry, there's still no Nashawn Wright or Avery Roberts. The Beavers are going to have to make do without two of their biggest defensive players, Isaiah Dunn and Alex Austin on the corners. Taking out Rajon Wright for guys who are much more experienced. Hand off to Alex Jones, Austin Jones, rather. Jones is brought down after a pickup of one. 
James Rawls, again making a pretty big tackle for the Beavers, making the most of his snaps here in this game. Beavers rotating quite a bit on the defensive line. That's a game of one, second and nine. 6.53 to play in the game. This is what I was talking about. Stanford's going to try and milk the clock. So if you get a stop, that really helps you. But if you allow first downs, that's going to be a really tough situation to be put in if you're Jonathan Smith and the Beavers. So they need to get some stops here. Second and nine, Stanford from their own 18. Here's the fake handoff. Mills fires, complete first down, Simi Fahoko. Fahoko out to the Stanford 35-yard line. And that moves the, now they're going to move it back a yard from what they initially moved at. It's going to be first and 10 from the Stanford 34. So Stanford on a slant route. Davis Mills had a lot of time to throw, and that's making a difference. Beavers not getting a whole lot of pressure on him at all. And so when it's not a run play, it does seem like Mills has had quite a bit of time to throw. First and 10 Stanford from their own 34, 6.02 to play. Play clock inside 10 in the I formation. Here's the handoff. Jones charging over the left side, picks up four yards. It's going to bring up second and six. Omar Spades making the stop for the Beavers there. 5.45, clock will keep ticking away. Stanford, if you're Stanford, you're thinking this is potentially time for a game-winning drive with the, the way that their offense operates. Beaver defense is going to have to dig deep here, try and get the ball back in a tie game. 5.28 to play. Second and six for Stanford's offense. Mills in the shotgun. Mills takes the snap. Mills tries to dump it off. It's complete to Jones. Jones has a first down out to the Stanford 45-yard line. Almost broke that for a big play. Omar Spates again making the stop. So another first down for Stanford. This is not what the Beavers wanted to see in this situation. Two first downs already on this drive for Stanford. Riley Sharp is checking in at linebacker for the Beavers. Hamaker Rashad in the game as well. Omar Spates, Doug Dumalau. 4.55 to play. First and 10 Stanford from their own 45-yard line. Austin Jones, the halfback. Davis Mills under center. Davis Mills takes the snap. Mills hands it off to Jones. Jones swallowed up. Nowhere to go. No gain on the play. Doug Daumalau was the first man there for the Beavers, replacing Avery Roberts. While he might not be the first choice for the Beavers, he does have a lot of experience, has made some big plays for the Beavers in his career. So they do feel comfortable with him as a backup if Avery Roberts can't be in there. So second and 10 for Stanford. From their own 45, 4-16 to play in the ball game. The Beavers are going to need to come up with a stop here to try and get the ball back so they'll have a chance to win the game. Second and 10, Stanford. Mills looks to throw. Mills has time. Fires deep down the left sideline, and it is incomplete. And there is a flag, I believe, for... Wait. He caught the ball. Unbelievable. He caught the ball. I, I thought for sure that one was knocked away, but... That we'll see on the replay right there. It was off of his foot and kicked into the air, and he caught the ball. That is one of the more incredible catches that I have seen in my entire life. He kicked the ball eight feet into the air and caught it. I have never seen that since the Super Bowl. Handoff to Austin Jones. Jones met immediately. 
pickup of a yard on the play. Going back to that, I remember the Patriots-Seahawks Super Bowl a few years ago. The ball was juggled off of a player's foot, kicked into the air, and he caught it. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened here with Stanford making the catch. I don't know who the receiver was. Incredible concentration there. I was thinking they were going to throw a flag for pass interference. They didn't. But <laughs> I promise you that's going to be on SportsCenter's top ten. What a catch after the ball was kicked into the air. Second and nine for Stanford from the Beaver 24. Beavers desperately needing a stop here. Their options are not looking good right now. Fake, here's a play fake, and it's complete to Jones. Jones is going to be brought down just a couple yards short. No, just one yard short of the first down marker. So it's going to bring up third down and one for Stanford from the Oregon State. 16-yard line. Beavers really needing a stop here to, to force Stanford into a field goal situation with time left on the clock. Not a very difficult field goal for Jet Toner from right here. Third and one for Stanford. A big play coming up. Beavers stack in the box. And a flag and a false start on Stanford. That is going to be a big play. Officially ruled as a false start on Stanford. That'll back him up five yards. Going to be third down and six from the Beaver 21. Could be a big play. Because if the Beavers can get a stop here and force Stanford through a field goal, even if that field goal is good, the Beavers will still have a chance on offense. So a huge play coming up right here. Third and six for Stanford. The clock is running right now. Both teams have three timeouts. 2-10 to play in the ballgame. Beavers needing a stop desperately. 2.05 to play, third and six for Stanford. Davis Mills in the shotgun. He motions Austin Jones to his left. Beavers showing a heck ton of heat. They're going to back off. Mills fires. It is incomplete. So the Beaver defense gets the stop that they so desperately needed. He was looking for number six, Elijah Higgins. He shorted the pass. He was under some pressure. And here is an all-important field goal last season. Jet Toner sunk the Beavers from 36 yards out as the clock was expiring. He's got a chance, 39 yards from the right hash. There's 1.53 to play in the ballgame. Jet Toner for Stanford. He's been a great kicker in his career. Snap is down. The kick is up. Jet Toner's kick looks good from here, and it is good. Jet Toner gives the Cardinal the lead. 1.48 to play in this ballgame. It's coming down to the wire again in Corvallis. Stanford leads it 27 to 24. 148 to play in the ball game here. Beavers have, there's 148 left in the game. Beavers have all three timeouts. They've got plenty of time, but this is going to be it. Either you score here or it's over. You got need at least a field goal to tie a touchdown to win. That's the situation when we come back. You are listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by nfamilyfire, Brady, and the Ad Council. 
Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions.oregonstate.edu. Welcome back, everybody, to Corvallis. There's 1.48 to play in the fourth quarter. Stanford leads the Beavers 27-24. But Stanford about to kick off to Oregon State. Just a couple weeks ago in the Cascade Clash, the Beavers, with about two minutes on the clock, put together a game-winning drive to knock off the number ninth-ranked Oregon Ducks. They, last week against Utah, they also had a couple of chances to get a game-winning drive against Utah. Couldn't do it. Utah with a very stingy defense. That was Nolan's first ever start for the Beavers. Beavers should feel better about it here. They've had pretty good offensive rhythm for the most part tonight. They're going to get the ball back with plenty of time, and the Beavers have a full complement of timeouts. So it's going to be do-or-die time here in Corvallis. Who will win this drive? Is it going to be the Beaver offense or the Stanford defense? And interesting to see who's going to be into return here because Jamar Jefferson got hurt on the last drive, but he it looks like he's back to receive, which is big news for the Beavers. They can have him for this all-important drive. Beavers could really use a big return right here. Field goal will tie it. Touchdown likely wins it for the Beavers. So high drama here again in Corvallis, just like every game has been so far this season. Kickoff is return up. No, it's out of bounds. Kickoff is out of bounds. That's going to give the Beavers good field position from their own 35. Beavers will start from their own 35. If you're thinking about Everett Hayes' range, his career long is 47 from Utah against Utah last week. He had the distance easily, just missed it wide a little bit. So if you're, he, he can hit probably up to about 53, 54. You want to get in the range of the 45, a 45-yarder. But of course, with the Beavers, you're going for a touchdown here to win the game. No Trevon Bradford tonight. Luke Musgrave, the tight end, out as a wide receiver. First and 10 Beavers from the round 35. They motion Tyjon Lindsay. Chance Nolan. Takes the snap, looks to throw. Fakes the handoff. No, now he's in trouble. Now he's going to step up and run it. Nolan pump faking. Nolan getting a pretty good gain. Nolan sliding. They're going to give him five yards on the quarterback keep. The, the, the rule that where you give yourself up is where you are down. Which I like, by the way, because sometimes teams were not wanting to hit the quarterbacks. They didn't want to get a penalty. Second and five for the Beavers. B.J. Baylor's the halfback. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan fires. Caught B.J. Baylor. Only a two-yard gain, though. It's going to be third and three for the Beavs. They're going to have to go quickly here, and the Beavers take a timeout. So the Beavers take a timeout. It's going to be third down and three. Jamar Jefferson was in to return the kickoff. B.J. Baylor has been in the game for halfback this drive. 1.15 to play. Beavers down three. They're going to have third and three. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Me encanta cocinar para mis nietos Y si pudiera también cocinar para los 16 millones de niños Que enfrentan el hambre en este país Lo haría Por suerte, la Red Nacional de Bancos de Alimentos De Feeding America Proporciona una comida y una silla A todo niño que lo necesite 
Apoye a Feeding America y a su banco de alimentos local visitando feedingamerica.org diagonal en español. Un mensaje de Feeding America y del alcance. Welcome back to Corvallis. Got a lot of drama here in this game. It's going to be third and about a long two for the Beavers. It's do or die time. A minute 19 to play in the fourth quarter. Stanford leads 27-24. The Beavers have third and a long two from their own 43-yard line when we come back. So the Beavers are going to have two plays to try and pick this one up. Beavers just used their first timeout. We'll see if Chance Nolan and the Beavers can pull off a game-winning drive like they did against Oregon with Tristan Jebbia a couple of weeks ago. Nolan's looked a, a heck of a lot better in his second start tonight, looking a lot more comfortable with the offensive system. It would be great for him if they could, the Beavers could cap this off by getting in the end zone here, or at least tying, getting in a field goal range to send this thing to overtime. So a myriad possibilities here with 1.19 to play in the fourth quarter. Beaver offense still in the huddle. Curious to see if a couple of things. First of all, if they're going to look to go to the ground or go to a short passing situation on third and two. Second off, if Jamar Jefferson's going to be in the ball game. He was back to return the kickoff, but he hasn't been in so far on this drive. B.J. Baylor has been the halfback. And we're still in timeout right now. Again, the Beavers will have third and a long two from their own 43-yard line. A lot on the line right here. If you're going for a field goal, you want to get to at least the 30-yard line. And that's, I'm talking at least. Going for a touchdown, the Beavers have plenty of time, just have to convert right here. Beavers scored against Oregon with just over 30 seconds to play. Would love to do likewise here. B.J. Baylor's the halfback. Chance Nolan is, the, of course, in at quarterback for the Beavs. Stanford making a lot of noise on their sideline. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. He motions B.J. Baylor to his right. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan in trouble. Nolan is going to look to flip it. He's got a flip, and that is incomplete. It's incomplete looking for Treshawn Harrison. I wasn't sure if Chance Nolan was past the line of scrimmage when he threw that football. It's going to bring up fourth down and two. Harrison couldn't quite bring it in, and it's fourth and two for the Beavers. So an all-important play right here. I think the Beavers were trying to go a, a layout and give it to B.J. Baylor in the flat. That didn't work, and so here we go, fourth down and two for the Beavers. Game on the line here in Corvallis. Fourth and two for the Beavers. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan fires. He's got a man. It's complete. First down, Beavers. They convert on fourth and two. That is Colby Taylor, his first reception of the night, and boy is it a big one. The Beavers convert on fourth and two. First and ten, Nolan takes the snap. Chance Nolan looking to throw, dumps it off to B.J. Baylor. Baylor has a solid gain. The Beavers are probably going to have to use a timeout here. Pickup of eight, 55 seconds to play. Timeout Beavers with 55 seconds. Pickup of eight. <laughs> the Beavers are at Stanford's 46-yard line. Endless possibilities right here. So the Beavers on fourth down and two convert with a little out route to Colby Taylor. Great play call from Jonathan Smith and Brian Lindgren right there to keep this ball game alive. So the Beavers with a clutch conversion and now an eight-yard completion to the halfback, B.J. Baylor. Beavers just called their second timeout of the half. It's going to be second and two for the Beavers from Stanford's 46. 
endless possibilities here after the Beavers are thinking you can get into field goal range to tie it and potentially send this thing into overtime. Of course, you really want that touchdown. You got 55 seconds, so if you think about it, that is a lot of time. You have one timeout left, but the clock stops, of course, in college for any first down. So you have time to go to to go for the touchdown if you are Oregon State. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun, second and two from the Stanford 46. I mean, sorry, this is Chance Nolan. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan in trouble, backpedals. He has to launch this one to the sideline. Smart play from Chance Nolan. Stanford wants an intentional grounding, but it looks to me like there was definitely a receiver in the area, and that's what the referees are saying right here is there was a receiver in the area. So a good job from Chance Nolan there with the play not being there to just throw that one away. Last week against Utah, he might not have made the smart play there. So third and two again for the Beavers. They wouldn't want to have to face another fourth down. Third and two for the Beavs. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Turns, hands it off to B.J. Baylor. No, Nolan keeps it. Nolan has a first down. Nolan has a first down and more. He's inside the Stanford 35, and they're going to mark him at the 35. Chance Nolan with a huge run. There's 42 seconds to play in the ballgame. High trauma here in Corvallis. You're looking at a 52-yard field goal from here. Nolan looks to throw. Nolan fires. It's batted down. Good play that time by the Stanford defense. So it's second down and 10 with 33 seconds left to play. Probably no more more nervous in the state of Oregon right now than Everett Hayes, the Beavers kicker. He's one for one tonight, but not no nothing can prepare you for what would be a pressure kick like this if it gets there. Second and 10 for the Beavers from Stanford's 35. 33 seconds to play. Beavers with one timeout left. B.J. Baylor is the halfback. Chance Nolan in the shotgun. Nolan takes the snap. Fakes the handoff. Looks to go to Baylor. Now Nolan's going to run. Nolan's got a little bit of room. Nolan close to a first down. He lost the football. Stanford picks it up. He goes down. And this will end the football game. Stanford with a huge fumble recovery. That is going to do it for Oregon State. An unfortunate ending for Chance Nolan and the Beavers. It does not look like he was down. And Stanford is going to hang on and win here in Corvallis tonight. Pending the review, Stanford jumps on the fumble from Chance Nolan. The Beavers are looking at this replay and saying he might have been down. I couldn't tell, to be honest with you. I didn't see the replay. The Beavers were all pointing at the screen. The ruling is a fumble recovered by Stanford. Can't tell from the angle that I see right now. It does look like there is a possibility that Chance Nolan was, in fact, down. It looks like he was trying to extend the football. The thing with me is he didn't seem to be trying to plead his case to the officials that he was down. Looking at this now, it is oh so close. (laughs) I can't tell from here. The call on the field is a fumble recovered by Stanford. So the call on the field is that Chance Nolan fumbled the football. He was trying to extend and get some extra yards. And we're going to a review right now. It's so hard to tell. That's all I can say is it's very, very close. There's 23 seconds left in the ball game. If this is overturned and the Beavers get it, they're going to add probably about five seconds on the clock because it took time for Stanford to pick up the ball and go down with it. So if this is overturned, Stanford's celebrating as if 
this will not be overturned. I have no idea if they know or not. They're taking out the headsets. I think this is going to stay with Stanford. And, and it's not only stands, it's confirmed. And so Stanford is going to win this football game. They are dancing all over the field right now. So a fumble that hurts the Beavers at the end of the game. They would have had third down and two from about their own from their own 27-yard uh, line, but Chance Nolan with the fumble, and Stanford is going to hold on and win tonight in Corvallis. They just have to take a knee. So a very hard-fought game from both sides. Beavers are going to drop to 2-4 and four on the year, are going to be 0-2 with Chance Nolan. And the knee is taken by Davis Mills. Clock is going to run out. Well, Jonathan Smith is going to take his third and final timeout right here to make Stanford kneel down one more time. David Shaw is going to improve to 10-0 in his career against Oregon State. So the Beavers had a chance with Chance Nolan with a good scramble trying to extend it, the play, fumbling the ball. So it's going to be a really tough loss for the Beavers to swallow another really close loss for the Beavers here in 2020. It was a very hard-fought game. The final score, the Stanford Cardinal 27, the Oregon State Beavers 24. The Beavers led at halftime, not able to come away with this game. Final score, Stanford 27, Beavers 24. We'll be back in a minute with the post-game show. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Advisory, or HOPE Board, wants to hear from you as it pursues decent, safe, and affordable housing for everyone in Corvallis and Benton County. Members of Benton County can take any or all of the four surveys on the HOPE website. Additionally, the HOPE Board will be hosting listening sessions with community members and organizations through the month of December. To find these surveys or join these listening sessions, visit the Benton County website and search for homelessness or housing in the search bar. You live here too, and are always a valuable member of our community. And welcome back to Corvallis. We just wrapped up a phenomenal game here in Corvallis. The Beavers, unfortunately, on the wrong side of it tonight. 27-24 victory for the Stanford Cardinal. It was a very hard-fought game to go through a recap. Well, first of all, just a recap of the final drive. The Beavers had got it with a minute 48 on the clock. A minute 48 on the clock, starting at their own 35 after the kickoff out of bounds. Drove down the field pretty well, converted a fourth and two to keep the game alive. And it was second and 10 for the Beavers with about 33 seconds to play. Chance Nolan scrambled for eight yards but lost the football as he was going to be down at the 27. Lost the football, scooped up by Stanford. Had that fumble not happened, the Beavers would have had third down and two. Might have taken a timeout with about 27 seconds left. So the Beaver options would have been good had that fumble not occurred, unfortunately. Sometimes that is the way... The tide swings in football. But Stanford getting their third win of the season. 
and Stanford has now won three games in a row. They improved to three and two on the year. Another Beaver game coming down to the wire. Beavers, unfortunately, not able to pull this one off this time. Second heartbreaking loss in a row for Chance Nolan and the Beavers. Nolan, to give him credit, played a lot better tonight. He looked like he was in a rhythm. He looked comfortable out there. Chance Nolan, I'm going to try to get some statistics on what he ended up tonight. But he played a heck of a lot better game, looked comfortable. Stanford came to play. Stanford's a good team. Beavers didn't have Jamar Jefferson on the final drive. Chance Nolan was 17-30 through the air, 221 yards, three touchdowns. Jamar Jefferson carried it 18 times for 80 yards. B.J. Baylor ended up with four carries for 39 yards, very productive on his carries. Treshawn Harrison, five receptions for 91 yards, led the Beavers. Tyjon Lindsay, three receptions, 62 yards, and two touchdowns. Zariah Beeson, three receptions, 40 yards. And Colby Taylor, one reception for three yards that kept the game alive on fourth and two. For Stanford, David Davis Mills finished 21 for 29, 292 yards and a touchdown. Austin Jones, 22 carries, 126 yards. He ran well against the Beavers tonight, averaging almost six yards a carry. Simi Fajoko led the, the Cardinals, six receptions, 110 yards. Elijah Higgins, five receptions, 53 yards. Bryson Tremaine, four receptions, 58 yards. Austin Jones out of the backfield, three receptions, 22 yards. Tyler, uh, Trevor Fisk, one reception, 12 yards, and the touchdown, Stanford's opening drive. And now I'll recap the game real quickly. Beavers took the lead 7-0. Stanford responded with a nice drive but missed the extra point. Beavers had the lead 7-6. The Beavers eventually extended their 7-6 lead off a touchdown pass to Zariah Beeson, Late in the first quarter, Beavers went, uh, no, in the second quarter, rather, Beavers went up 14-6. to six. And then Stanford, with a good surge at the end of the first half, while getting a field goal, Beaver defense made some stops, told them to a field goal, but the Stanford defense held the Beaver offense well in the second quarter, most of the second quarter. Stanford came out, scored on their opening drive of the second half. Beavers scored on their opening drive of the second half to take a 21-16 lead. Stanford scoring late in the third quarter, getting the two-point conversion, or no, they scored early in the fourth quarter, got the two-point conversion, went up 24-21. Beavers tied it with an Everett Hayes field goal. Then as a lot of Beaver fans probably worried about with six and a half to play, Stanford with that long, tedious offensive system, getting multiple first downs, running the clock down to 148. Jet Toner, a great kicker, nailing the field goal from 39 yards. Beavers had their chance. They converted a fourth and two. Then Nolan, unfortunately, fumbling the football, would have been a third down and two for the Beavers with about 26 seconds left to play. Beavers would have had some options. Nolan, unfortunately, the first fumble of his Oregon State career recovered by Stanford. That is how this one ended tonight. So the Beavers, unfortunately, dropped to two and four. Stanford improves to three and two. It's been a great regular season of Pac-12 football. That finished off every single Beaver game this year has been an absolute nail-biter. And we'll see what the Beavers – what the seedings work out and who the Beavers will play, who Stanford will play in addition when the the official seedings come out for that final game. It was a great night of Pac-12 football. Beavers coming up short. Stanford, a good team, making showing their might tonight. They've won three in a row. They're, they seem to be back under David Shaw. So a great game tonight. Stanford wins 27-24. This has been Ben Paul with KBVR Football signing off. If doctors told us that we'd made a breakthrough on COVID-19, we would rejoice. We'd feel hope that we could live our lives again, get back to work, back to doing what we want. 
while masks are a ticket to that freedom. We can help protect others and save lives by covering our noses and mouths, which is how the virus mainly spreads. Until there's a vaccine, grab the breakthrough that's already here. When we're out, it's masks on. A message to help keep you safe. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. The question on everyone's mind is, why does college media matter to you? College media is to me not only this place where I'm allowed to express myself and and play what I want to play and, and talk about what I want to talk about, it's, it's also been a place that's really helped me grow up throughout my time at university. It made me not only think about myself, but the greater community at large and really how to connect with them. It's an experience I don't think I'd trade for anything in the world. Yeah. I think it was when I got my first caller on air and they told me that they thought I was doing a really good job. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm out there. I'm doing my thing. And 